0: of symbology what is at stake it is a big idea
1: a new world order where diverse nations are drawn together in common cause to achieve the universal aspirations of mankind my question to you is in any of your government jobs have you ever been briefed on the subject of ufo's and if you have when was it what were you told well if i had been briefed on that i'm sure it was probably classified and i couldn't talk about it I got out in 1989, we had cataloged 57 different species. We walked over to one side of the lab and he said, by the way, we've discovered a base. The very word secrecy is repugnant in a
0: free and open society. And we are, as a people, inherently and
2: historically, opposed to secret societies, the secret oaths, and the secret proceedings. Such
3: Alright, greetings and salutations to all my fellow Skywatchers listening in this little globe in the corner of a galaxy, deep, deep in the void of space. Welcome to another exciting episode here on Skywatchers Radio to all our intergalactic listeners. We are live once again broadcasting from New Logic Studios down in Miami, Florida on this beautiful May 11th, 2016, still we're in a... The year's ticking away, it's almost already half of the year gone Incredible, Well, huh, guys? With oh, me no as plan. usual is the great Crystal Storm, aka DCS Welcome Crystal, how you doing?
4: <laughs> woo woo in the house, hey Pookie, there you go. how are you?
3: I'm doing Pookie. good Pookie
4: That's right Pookie That's what she- Hey, hey,
3: don't be jealous Don't be jealous And that voice you heard is as usual my radio hetero life mate The one and the only Tres Leche himself, aka the other guy Alan Weiler, how the hell are you and where are you this week?
5: I am doing fine. I am in Orlando, and I had a wonderful past two days, and it's going to be an amazing weekend. Very nice, very nice. What are you getting into this weekend?
1: Nice. Um,
5: I'm getting into the cool new product, that I'm not going to pimp on the show. <laughs>
3: <That's>,
4: <laughs> what? I
5: highly doubt
3: that. Uh, I feel like this guy
4: it. has been body snatched.
3: And- I'm going to go Hebrew for a second here. This is a little Hebrew. <laughs> Highly doubt it. And with us, as always, is the one and the only, the man of the hour, as usual, the one who brings all the news to the show, Christopher J. Brown. Chris, how the hell are you, my friend? I'm here. I'm here. <laughs> how the hell are
2: you? I'm good. I'm actually very stressed because uh, it's hot. And it's just uh, so hot in the garage, but I'm taking it like like a fan, like an air conditioner would. And so um But you're I blowing mean, a bunch of smoke Well, as Angel
5: door? would say, how hot, I am. hot is it?
2: Uh well it's cooling down now because it's seven uh seven oh eight PM here in Oregon. But uh it today, you know, it's, it's a hot day in Oregon, weekend. really? Yeah, it was. And it was uh hmm. gosh, it was I think eighty eight today. Oof. Pansy. You know. There yeah. we
4: go. That's a that's cold day here so in Miami. I'm saying, yeah, that's a bit nipply for us. Yeah. It's a beautiful weather. Beautiful. I mean, that's we yeah, go to the beach for that beautiful. weather.
3: We go to the beach and we're like, it's nippy out.
4: Yeah, no, it's true. You got, you got a, true. a shirt. I went wear. to the beach last week and it was a little nippy out for me. I had to put on a sweatshirt. I'm not. And kidding it was probably
3: like it was probably like 90 degrees.
4: Yeah, <laughs> well, you know, it hasn't
3: been really hot here in
2: Florida or a lot, so it's you know for the first time it's getting real hot. You know how it is; those first days, just you know, even though it's not as hot as it's gonna get, it just really you know, if you're not used to it, it just uh, kind of mm-hmm. brings you down, you know. But uh, hey, you know, by if this was uh, mid uh, July, late July, I would be.
5: True. Well, surprise, tis the season, you know. Indeed.
3: Guys, uh, joining us tonight on the show is going to be the uh, one and only, the incredible Robert Morningstar.
5: Oh, and that's going to be amazing. He's always good to talk to. One of my favorite guests
3: on the show ever, Robert Morningstar. I love having this guy on the show. He's uh, always uh, fun to talk to. He always brings uh, great information. And it doesn't matter if you're talking about ufology, which he's an expert in, or the JFK assassination, which he's an expert in, or if you want to mix the two. JFK using that. UFO he using is that. an
2: expert, expert in that, for so. sure. Marilyn, uh, <laughs> of all that JFK, and oh boy, that he could go on for hours.
4: We He's should just all get Robert cover. and yep. Bill we should get Robert I was thinking that right now. Yeah, like thing, on a yes. round table, and then we could just sit here and be quiet and absorb the awesome as they just go back and forth.
2: That's going to have to go on for about 17 hours. Yeah. <laughs> and,
4: It'd be an still, shit, right?
2: <laughs> and still more exciting than Batman
3: versus Superman, just saying.
4: I still haven't watched it yet because I've heard that it, it, it was so bad. I was like, no, nah, I'm not going to do it. I did watch
3: Civil War yesterday, by the way. I finally saw you'll it. Laugh.
4: Oh, you'll laugh. You'll
5: cry. You'll Haven't kiss seen it yet. 10 you? bucks <laughs> goodbye. When it, it comes was... to Superman, Batman Superman, you'll laugh, you'll cry, you'll kiss your 20 bucks goodbye. That's the best part bad. of Batman vs Superman is the uh, credits when it's done.
3: Yeah, it's, I'll, um, uh, I'll, I'll download that
2: one. Well, did, your, did your Civil War live up to the hype for you?
3: All I got to say on that, uh, oh, yeah. gentleman and uh, lady, is uh, the hype is real.
4: Hype is real. That's yeah, it's the really hype is real. Oh, is real. real. is winning at life. They just are. They sure? Oh, my or... God. You have
3: no oh, idea. This is, by the it's way, incredible.
5: does anybody here watch the uh, YouTube channel Screen Junkies? From where time they to time, yes, ho- Where they do the trailers? Yes. Mm-hmm. No, well, I don't. Deadpool himself just did his own Deadpool trailer. Oh, Ryan Reynolds, really? Yeah, it's brilliantly funny. It's it, it it's good. It's just that wait, way. is it the
3: Blu ray um trailer that he just uh put on recently?
5: Yeah. No, but yeah, he, yeah, he did see, honest so. trailers uh huh for the Deadpool movie. Oh, he did an honest trailer for it? That's hilarious. He did he did his own honest trailer for it.
3: Well, so they actually got Ryan Reynolds to do the honest trailer. yeah, That's yeah, yeah, yeah. That yeah. is awesome.
5: That's what I'm saying, yet it's funny.
4: I actually haven't seen Deadpool yet. I need to.
5: You know, I'm almost ready to let my girlfriend's kids watch it, and they're just, you know, they're 12 and 14.
4: Okay. Yeah, my
2: boy is just going on and on. He's 14, and he wants to see it. And of course, uh, I, I wouldn't care, but my wife is, you know, she's more of the enforcer on that one there, and so uh, she doesn't want to see. It. Yeah, she. So I the have enforcer. to go to a friend's house and and uh, sneak that one. Uh, Are you serious? <laughs> I think I what is it? 1985.
4: You know what do you do? What do you do? What do
2: I
6: do?
3: You know, well,
4: it's just pop it's all right. it's anybody who it, looks, anybody
3: listening in who wants to give uh, Christopher here some shit about what he just said, uh, call on in seven eight six two four five eight one two seven. He will he'll take all the grief that you give him for what he yeah. just uh, said right
2: now. I am
5: trying. cards. Yes. Thank pool, you thank for not making me do the number thirteen. Comfort. My <laughs>
2: children, excuse me, in this oh, okay. rated. X life that we live in, so please excuse me. Some uh, like a the a other rated, guy over here. You have has a rated a X rated life. life.
5: <laughs> um, I'm I'm just saying. I call bull Twinkies. I'm not even gonna call. I'm not even gonna deem that with a bat squatch that you have an X rated life.
3: I think he, he could pull off an X rated life.
4: I, I think he could too. I, I'm just yeah. saying. I'm like, and I and never I judge know. a book by its I, I, cover. Pixar there, it didn't happen. Just, Pixar just, didn't happen. You know. I, I don't know that I want to see those. The, you know what? Actually, I kind of do want to see the pigs. <laughs> never mind. Okay, moving on. <laughs> moving <laughs> the hell on. Jesus! Just because I'm curious. completely different, you know. <laughs> uh,
5: by
3: the way, we're going to be joined here in a little while by uh, by Nancy Burns, I think, for her Nancy Burns' experience.
5: That's uh, exciting. We'll,
3: we also have, uh, at the end of the uh, half hour here, we have Blast Through the A-Holes. have a oh few blasts goodness. that they go through. All right. My body is ready. It's been clogged up in there. You guys have not been checking in the a hole and unclogging it with you know the mailbag and keeping up with what's going on. The messages you guys are not, you haven't been doing it since I've been gone.
5: Just haven't. We haven't. It's You're all right. our fault. Blame us. Go ahead, blame
3: Actually, us.
4: Actually, it's it's the other guy's fault because so he's got seen. I believe that. I believe that. So, believe yeah. that. so it, it's have a little clogged. To the A-hole.
5: Oh, no? that's
3: a hole. Oh, that's that's no wonder it's muscle Yeah. <laughs> I feel
4: like, uh oh, somebody's going to be in trouble. oh
3: oh, but we're going to have a couple of that, uh, no,
4: the other guy might have to answer a couple of questions here. It looks pretty interesting.
5: Uh, I, 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 I will happily look forward to answering a few questions.
4: So. All That's right, good man. Thank you. I love Let's give out that email address. It's, it's ahole at skywatchersradio.com. Is that right?
3: That is correct. ahole uh-oh. at skywatchersradio.com. There you go. Now, Send
4: all my fan mail and all the other guys' hate mail to that one.
3: There you go. Yes, now, be- before we continue with uh, the Nancy Burns experience a little while <laughs> here, uh, Chris, what do you have for us on the uh, news deck here?
2: Oh, well, I have a couple things here. I, I, you know, it was kind of seemed like on where I, where I was searching anyway that I wasn't able to come up with some things, but, but uh, I was able to come up with the... Indonesian metallic UFO caught on video. Uh And, uh, I'm still trying to sit here and, um, really kind of see it. Let me put it in the chat here for everybody. And, uh, I'm still, like I say, trying to see it. It doesn't last real long. It's very faint. And so, uh, this is, um... This is what it is. I got it in the chat there for you. And um, okay. it says an Indonesian witness and in North is that, Jakarta, Jakarta. Jakarta. Yeah, there Jakarta. There
4: okay. And I'm that's not doing the accent to go with it.
5: I'm not doing the accent to go with please it. I'm don't.
4: I'm please, please don't. Please. Please don't. You have yeah. to wait at least 15 minutes I want before you're offensive. I want it. Yeah. Okay, accent.
5: okay, 15, 15 minutes.
3: Off. Look what happened on South Park with the whole Mohammed
2: thing. We don't need that here. <laughs> Well, it says he says he's watching and videotaping a metallic object under 500 meters with a apparent di- diameter of 5 meters. So, according to the testimony. Uh 5 meters, uh 1 meter is is 3 feet. So, you know, 3 times 5 is probably what 12, 12 feet or something. It's a lot of meters. It's a lot of meters. Don't make me
5: count and calculate. No, no. Okay. Uh, so, 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 witness really outside, isn't fair.
2: outside yeah. in the base uh, basketball uh, field with his wife and son. I didn't know there was a basketball field, but I guess there are only fields over there in basketball court, right? But anyway, uh, it says uh, with his wife and son at 5:42 p.m. on July 17, 2015, last year, when the incident occurred. Says he first noticed the object when pointing out at the haunting bats, and uh, uh, and sw- uh, swallows to my son. Says the witness stated it was whoa, whoa, whoa. Go back. on say myself. Again? Swallows. Swallows birds, birds or swallows. oh because it
3: swallows to my son. I don't know what that meant there for a second. <laughs> yeah, I didn't know
2: that either, and so I, I had just kind of... got a
3: little weird there. I don't know yeah, it was. I don't know what you were going with that.
2: there same with me it got me <laughs>
4: I just I figured it out real quick, so that I was my past. dirty
3: mind, I'm sorry <laughs> <laughs> Gutter ball. he said
4: all that, and all you heard was swallow. that's all yeah. I'm saying
3: <laughs> <Gutter ball.
4: laughs> followed by to my
3: son, which just made it all kind yeah. of weird uh, that
4: made all kinds of weird, I know yeah. that's um, a weird looking video, I don't know. I think I think our two video experts are going to bad-squatch it, though, I'm calling it. Yeah, it, yeah.
2: It wasn't really uh. clear, it was far and faint. Mm. All
4: right. uh, other guy, what it's, do you want to do here? Do
3: you want to go beat. first? or I'm, I'm going to go first. I'm going to call right, bad I'll let you go trotters. first while
5: I continue watching it. Yeah, I mean, it
3: just looks like an airplane flying in the sky. I mean, I don't see any. At least the video I'm looking at doesn't look like anything out of the ordinary. It's just flying normally. I mean, have these folks in uh, Jakku or wherever the hell this is, have have they, uh, <laughs> whatever, have they ever yeah. seen an airplane? These people like. Ch- ch- Jaku, yeah, exactly. That's I don't wing, think it's right? It's not it, Jakku. It's basketball.
5: not Jakku. The Empire has <laughs> look, nothing to do with this. Look,
3: I know they found a ray on this planet, but have they seen an airplane before on this planet? It's,
5: oh, my God.
2: called so it Basketball so Field. <laughs> okay? Anybody who calls it Basketball Field is completely... Uh... So this I person has looking never
5: looking seen an airplane. Country. I, I, I what's am looking, what's looking on at here.
4: pictures of North. Okay, hang on, hang on, hang
5: on. I just looked at it. My whole thing is, is that how quickly it shoots off at the end of the video. That's, that got my attention. Um, Mm -hmm. as you look at about 38 seconds and on compared to how stable it was, um, I can't call this Bat Squatch. Uh oh. Watch the video. Watch it again. I'm watching it. Start it, started off at about 35 seconds in.
3: Well, it also, but yeah, but the video camera actually moves itself. Like,
5: yeah, it, but no, no, no. The, I don't it, know if that's an illusion or I don't know. It, it's it's not moving to the point where it's going beyond where it's shooting where he's running towards the trees. No, no, I can't. No, uh, uh-uh. uh, uh oh. Do you see? Do you see where I'm going with that? Other guy says. Not. I see where you're going okay. with that. It just quickly shoots off at about the. But at the same mark? time,
3: it almost looks like the camera itself is, what, is giving you that illusion.
5: No, he's the camera. To look at the camera.
3: You know, but see, if the camera was steady and then it just takes off, even if we lose it off frame, but if we see it take off, then we know for a fact it moved that fast. But yeah, when but the camera's moving around,
5: you can't tell. He's just turning towards where it's going. Hang on, It's sadly it turning right
3: into a tree, so we can't see anything else. No, but I'm yeah.
5: saying, yeah, you see where I'm going with that, Crystal?
4: I do. It's kind of 50 50 for me because I see what yeah. you both are saying on that one. It I'm does kind of. I can't
5: look... call it Bat Squatch yet,
4: but it you does kind of look like it was shooting off. But it would have been good if this guy had a, got us a little bit more video on that because he'd stop. Well, someone right, apparently. Yeah, what a jerk. If, if someone's. What a jerk for you. Really...
5: Real. <laughs> Go ahead, reach I out, out to the guy. What?
4: What? <laughs> but...
3: <laughs> Did he say they're speaking Swahili?
4: Yeah, he did. This is, what, see, what this is speaking? why not only aliens won't talk to us, but the rest of the world hates us. This is why. Yeah, no
3: kidding. <laughs> okay.
5: What do they speak in? What do they speak in? Jacarada as it, you would pronounce it. Jakku, man. It's Jakku.
2: <laughs> I thought it was Jakarera, which is a great strength, oh by the
1: God. way. No, that's,
3: no, that's a, a gym guy, Jakara. Gym instructor guy.
5: You know, we're all going to burn in hell. I'm just pointing that out now.
3: Well, there's a very special place in hell for all of us, but is this is the yeah. Indonesian uh, metallic UFO caught on video, huh? It's That's too it. far away to tell if it's metallic or if it's... Uh, I mean, you can't tell if it's metallic from the, the distance and the little blurry object in the sky here. Uh, I kind of see what you're saying, other guy, but again, I stick to my guns. It looks like the guy's just dropping the camera forward, and you know, and it looks that it gives that illusion like the thing is going faster. It might be, might be moving. I don't know. So... I'm fifty-fifty. I'm, uh, I'm on the all fence right. also. But I want to. I'm, de- I'm
5: leaning more towards bat squash, to be honest. Um, I'm trying to, but I just can't.
4: All right, I am undecided. My vote is undecided on this one. I need more video. So, Mr. Brown, call that guy and tell him to retake the video.
3: Yeah, there you go. That's a good idea. Go. That's gonna
4: okay. happen. Yep.
3: All right. Yep. That's yep, yep, yep. Well, that's what so, I plan
4: on doing ASAP. So. Uh, I figured you know. that. I knew you were all over mm-hmm. it. I knew you were.
2: And now here's the other one I sent, and this one uh, is in... I just got the video of it, and I believe it's somewhere in like... A, it looks like a Holland or Finland or something. And Poland, this is... Poland. Poland, 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 Poland. excuse me. <laughs> Poland. I knew that. I was just testing you guys to see how swift my, you guys were. My problem is, is the sound effects and music this
5: guy put in with it.
2: Yeah, it really uh, has I the beautiful piano music. effect there, we know. And uh, this is uh, the one here, and to me... Looks like a balloon, uh, but you guys take a look what
5: you see. I want to know why the fan stopped spinning. I don't or know. You guys
4: hear
3: the
2: piano music there? Can you hear it? Yeah, yeah
5: I can so hear it. So
4: beautiful. Oh, Very I creepy I love the music. sound of it. Oh, I love piano music. So pretty. I like the piano.
3: It makes me scared at night.
4: <laughs> I call it balloon.
5: Screepy piano. I call it balloon because it goes in between the two uh, propellers. Yeah, it kind of yeah. goes like a balloon,
2: yeah. yeah. Bad Squatch. That's what I thought. So, but, that's I mean, what here, I thought. Here's my hashtag.
4: Bad Squatch, kids. Here, hashtag. Wait, wait, wait,
5: wait. Here's my only thing about it not Uh-oh. being a balloon is that it's not raising an altitude at all. Yeah. It's going into a well, maybe it's maybe it's very
3: windy, like, towards that direction. And it's just going windy. But, but the, wind. the
5: blades will be spinning... If there was wind,
3: damn you with your logic and facts. This is true. I am so, so sorry.
5: I have logic and facts.
3: Why have you? Why do you have to bring logic and facts tonight of all nights? I know. I'm it's
4: so crazy. sorry. See, so even made it a baby in the background a, background a balloon. Sorry, did that sound convincing? When is I said it? That um, was, yeah, it is. That was good. Uh, uh, that was very good. I, uh, that, that, that,
3: was, that was some of your best. In fact, one of the wind uh, turbines is going the opposite direction from where the object is going. So that's so,
4: interesting. Hmm? But if so it means, yeah.
2: I'm not gonna
3: well, call that. That's, that's, that's what I have yeah. there.
2: I tried my best there, people, but uh, they just—I couldn't find a lot myself. But, right. uh We did post some things on the Skywatchers page twos, twos uh, and threes.
3: Yes, it's like yeah. three articles
4: threes and, and fours, and I've posted fact, a thing. One and that I really
3: wanted to get to is uh, this thing with Hillary, with Hillary Clinton uh, giving UFO buffs hope that she will open the X Files. You guys, uh, she's full of shit. Huh? You saw this <laughs>
4: <laughs> She's full of shit
3: <laughs> she, was on, uh, she was on Jimmy Kimmel And when he asked uh, Hillary Clinton On, on the uh, talk show he asked her uh, You know there's a, a new name uh, Mr. Clinton uh, Said in March She said it's unexplained aerial phenomenon She said UAP That's the latest uh, uh, nomenclature. Whatever. Nomenclature Nomenclature yeah, whatever. Uh, so basically, she's trying to sound all like uh, you know. Yeah, she's definitely yeah, gonna get into the she's
4: bottom. She's trying to get down with the, with, you know, with us. You know,
3: it's funny because I was watching something on Hillary and uh, something that uh, Trump said, which made me laugh. A lot of things he says uh, makes me laugh, but for all the wrong reasons. Uh, no, but he said something that which which was actually pretty appropriate and funny. He said he said it about how she's uh, historically now. Uh, switched and flip-flopped her views to kind of fit whatever uh, you know studio audience she's trying to appease to to earn their votes. And that's what this whole thing with the UFO
2: thing just reeks of.
4: Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, that's what politicians do. That's I mean, every yeah, year. That's, that's, well, it.
2: that's a typical thing. If you want to know what then. a
4: politician believes, find out where the winds go at the here, year of elections.
3: Here's the funny part, though. Okay, go. Out Ready? of all the things to pick into to kind of like piggyback on as a subject to try to get a you know crowd mm-hmm. acceptance or to get votes from mm-hmm. why ufology why ufo's why this topic
4: that is an interesting question right that is an interesting question
3: that well, almost
4: makes I me...
2: believe this
3: all well, the well, things well, up
4: there
2: because the younger generation really doesn't vote anymore the younger generation is kind of something that's following out and so she knows that it's lost all a lot of the younger generation ufos is a big thing and so for her thing is to target that younger generation and to target those those, those young voters to come out and vote and, and i think that's kind of a weak one just, though it, it is weak, weak. but because yeah. the reason there's it's all week that they go oh, in no, there essentially, they're doing it anyway it's all they're all you know that's that way true. anyway so it's true. to me that's that would make total sense to try to you know yeah,
4: but you know what her saying that almost kind of harkens back to that conversation we had with stephen bassett about his i mean every time it just maybe she's just trying to keep other you know china or somebody else at bay by saying that you know u.s is going to do it we're going to do it you know so they don't it? or i don't know we'll see
3: Here's somebody's opinion that I want on this subject. Uh, Miss Nancy Burns, who is here oh, yeah. for the Nancy Burns Hello, Nancy, experience. Nancy. Ooh, ooh, Nancy, Nancy, what do you think about this this very subject we're talking Ew. about here with Nancy. Hillary Clinton? And uh, she's coming forward uh, saying uh, all these things about UFOs right, and right. putting this in the forefront. Why this, of all
7: things? That was my story for tonight. How ironic.
3: No kidding, that was really. What
7: I was going to bring, and I have, you know. I, you're uh,
3: kidding because we had not collaborated on uh, on stories not at all, all tonight.
7: Not yeah. at all. You see that? But I over Great minds
3: think alike. Great
7: I think minds. so. I think so. Uh, we're on the same wavelength. Same wavelength. But here's the thing. I But my story has no, what did you call it? Nano clatcher?
3: <laughs> yeah, I, I kind of butchered that one. Nano nomenclature?
4: Nano nano. Nano, yeah, it's a nano. Nano. You put your words like I do, Angel. It's fantastic. I'm
3: Cuban. <laughs> it's a nomenclature, right?
4: That's
7: the, nomenclature. Nomenclature. Whatever. Yeah, but um, but I did over prepare because I have got also. I don't. I'm sure you guys are planning on asking Robert Morningstar about this, but if not, I bring this up right before we start about you know JFK and uh, Cruz's father.
3: What? Okay. Ah, yeah, that's a good question to ask. Him, yeah. Definitely. You
7: know, when I, do you remember uh, right before uh, Cruz dropped out of the race, Donald Trump uh, repeated a story, I think, that was in the National Enquirer. Uh-huh. Now, Robert Morningstar has already, in fact, done a whole piece on this. But uh, it says in the Enquirer that Senior Cruz, <laughs> Senior Cruz, I think <laughs> his name is Raphael. Rafael Cruz. I think so. Yeah, sounds well, very American. Yeah. he was seen with Oswald. Mm-hmm. Uh. so our friend Bob Morningstar has already written a piece on it, and I'm just—it's a long, lengthy. So you're gonna have a good time with that. Just—you well, so always say. have a
3: good time with Robert Morningstar, but now My we
5: have.
4: Always. Where were I they? I the Super stoked, it? like at, at super, World. super.
2: Where yeah. were they seen at together? Like at a bar, or a massage parlor? Uh, they are photographs. There are
7: photographs. <laughs> yeah, no, I've, I'd
3: actually I'd heard about this, and uh, it's funny that uh, Trump is trying to put that was trying to put that out there as uh, almost uh, trying to link. Ted Cruz to one of the, the most uh, probably the, the most notorious assassinations in this country's history, um, without a doubt, probably the most talked about assassination well, in the country. Well, but it,
7: and it has a bit of merit because senior, it, it, might, it might, but it, it's
3: a it's a great way to character assassinate somebody without even no no
7: no. It, here's where linking the merit it directly, which is no 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 not so. But. The senior senior Cruz himself has uh-huh. been known to be very radically anti what anti something. He's very intolerant toward something that, you know, that that battle's over. I forget which of the uh, things he's intolerant toward, whether it's gays or blacks or what else could he Mexicans? I don't know. Something. Whatever well, he got away with. I, I think but Trump I, has
2: that covered though that part.
7: But anyways, but, but, <laughs>
2: but <laughs> Yep, Trump's going to Trump, deport but, them all.
7: <laughs> but I have two jokes. Uh-oh. One. 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 one there one is, um, it's not secure. It's a solid one. Yeah, It's like, ha, hey, hey. And the other one is really funny. Okay. So, they really us the,
3: Give us the, give us the, ha, ha, hey, 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 first, and then the really funny one.
7: Yeah. Okay. What's Build the us up. Yeah. Exactly.
5: Yeah. Yeah.
7: yeah. yeah. I'll learn how to do What's the difference between a pregnant woman and a light bulb? <laughs> oh, boy. Oh, boy. It seems everybody <laughs> oh. got a turn with the pregnant woman. Oh, nope. this is going to nope. be
3: good.
5: Go ahead, Nancy.
7: You can unscrew a light bulb. <laughs> oh. uh,
4: yeah, that's
3: hardcore. That is hardcore.
7: Oh, my okay. G- now this one should. It's get very you. true, though,
3: for all what? parents out there. That's very true. Yeah,
7: okay. It is. Okay, so this one should get you if you're in the right mood. <laughs> I've been laughing at it all, all all evening. What do you call a nose with no body?
2: <laughs> Michael Jackson.
7: <laughs> what do you call a nose with no body?
2: Uh, uh, nobody knows uh, nobody.
7: buddy. Nobody that.
4: knows.
2: Nobody knows. <laughs>
4: oh, so bad.
2: <laughs> oh. so bad.
4: You've been hitting pre- the pipe tonight, Nancy. That was pretty good. Uh, good. Uh, that was, was, it's it's been hey, hey, the, hey, 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 that's the, another the show. book on jokes. Cause <laughs> I tell you what,
3: that deserves a, a, that deserves a toke, though. That, that was yeah, far knows. better
2: than the last ones you laid on us. Yeah. I have to say, you, you stepped it up your
7: game. Well, I have to find I have to find a better source. I'm going to have to try to find some source on the Internet for good jokes. Uh, I used to have collections of them and just would laugh for hours, but they're long since gone on uh, things. But I did want to talk about the Hillary thing really quickly because – but you, Angel, hit upon the whole core reason I wanted to bring it up, ah. and that is here you have a situation in which our friend Steve Bassett is being quoted in uh-huh. the New York Times today. Ooh. on this story yep. and your 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 question at the end there is why why us um one little a bit of information might be this on tonight's tv on msnbc there's a there's a row of uh news shows on fox there's a row of on cnn and on msnbc so you can right kind of the speak. news talking heads yeah and, and right. bill and i enjoy having dinner and watching these guys all these different we, we switch around and um, tonight when Chris Matthews uh, had, a, had a big alien head at the bottom of his screen and basically did the, sh- did the whole piece on, on UFOs and Hillary Clinton, oddly, when he started the piece, he said, why is she just trying to appeal to perhaps maybe a million weird people who believe in UFOs? And then he, mm. and then he backtracked. By the time the uh, thing was over, he was saying maybe 100,000 people believe in this stuff. and why is she going after such a small audience? So anyway, so Angel, that's your question. The why. Why us? And what do you think? Well,
3: first of all, I don't think it's such a small audience uh, as he believes. I think it's a lot larger than what he believes. Yep. Several million, to be exact. And and, and that's only in the United States. I'm not even talking about outside in a foreign area, where it's probably even in the hundreds of millions uh, worldwide. Uh, Look, here's the thing. Uh, Because... It's such a taboo subject and has been that way for such a long time. A lot of people who do believe are not very open about their belief system. But doing these shows in the last seven, eight years, I've come across this a couple times, actually, and it's happened to me at workplaces and with individuals that you would never believe would be interested in the subject, where it has just come up or either my brother or a friend or somebody has said, oh, Angel does a radio podcast, and then they ask me, well, what is it about? And I have to give them an answer, so I kind of like, give them an answer, and I tell them, oh, we do a UFO show, and I do a comic book show, and I do this and that, and then they go, oh, UFOs, I'm interested in that, and, You know, I've actually seen a UFO, and it's happened yeah. over and over and That's over and over. That happens it's to
2: me, too. Over constantly. and over and over. I've had
3: owners of stores that I've worked at telling me their encounters and their experience. I had one guy who almost broke down, and like he was shaking, because it really took him back uh, to when he was a kid, when he had a sighting with his mother, And it took him back to that moment, and he really started to get really nervous about talking about this thing. And it it would surprise, I think, a lot of people, especially people in, in, in these pundits or these people on Fox News or CNN or even people in the GOP or people in the Democratic Party. I think it would surprise them. Just how many people in the United States and worldwide are actually interested in this subject. This is not 100,000 people, folks. This is several million in the United I States alone. I
4: don't think it would surprise them. I think they know. Yes, I like think, do, too. Hello, NSA. I yep. think
3: some of them do. Some of them don't care enough about it. Right. Some of them care a little too much, but well, they want been... to really use this. See, you didn't see the Republican Party taking this as a subject, uh, an important subject. But you're not seeing yet, certain, see, but
1: that's you know, not the yet, funny thing. But you're that's seeing
3: you're seeing now the opening of the doors by Hillary exactly. and the Democratic Party. So
4: is it going to it? But it's just been there? happening slowly too. Like it I mean, has. It yeah, definitely. it almost started with the Pope telling, you know, all the Catholics that it was okay to believe in UFOs because he was going to baptize them, you know, whatever. So I mean it started there and now you've got Hillary doing it. And you know, you know, all the Republicans are freaking crazy you know, <laughs> you know brand of so it's going to take them a little while like yeah, they've they got they're too they would, busy deporting everybody who doesn't look like them and then they'll get around to UFOs yeah
7: but they would never they would never uh, miss an opportunity to beat Hillary up so if she's gone out and stuck her neck out with this True. topic. My
3: question, oh, but here's the thing Nancy, my question is why haven't they said anything negative yet?
4: I know it? it's what that's That's an also good question because yes. so far very Trump very hasn't said, oh,
3: she's a crazy person she believes in UFOs and I'm actually surprised
4: because he was the one that was like, Obama isn't really an American. So I'm actually shocked that he hasn't said anything yet. So that is right. that's interesting. Somebody's telling him not to and the why is very – like. Well, why. Here,
7: here's something interesting. We have a very deep black so- – we have a deep throat source. Uh, uh, a, yeah, it's a called the other guy
4: yeah, well, this is, <laughs> here, this is oh, nice. a picture. I took that so wrong, I took that so wrong. Like, Price of hurt. swallowing, <laughs> <laughs> your senses are doing what exactly now,
7: <laughs> but anyway. So, here's this person that we totally 100% trust, and he it's a guy decided just to write us a little note yesterday about this very topic. And what he said I think will shock you or be interesting at least because I trust this guy 100% and I would tack this. You know, if you have one of those insane walls that you see in in TV shows where you have all the pins stuck in and the strings <laughs> and the pictures and all the red strings are gone, you know. You know what I'm talking about, right? Yeah. The wall of crazy. Well, right. Um, nope. If you I've, had, your- I've had I've
3: had I've actually had one of those myself.
7: I love those. Yeah, yeah. I've tried to write novels that way and they get crazy. I've um, never
4: written novels that way. I know.
7: <laughs> I have done it on the mine, floor. mine was more it-
3: a revenge tactics, but anyway, go ahead.
7: Nice. Well, so so but if you have one of those walls, this guy would be one of your absolute pins. You could really depend on this. And he says, "His deep black sources." And I'm reading this verbatim cuz cuz he sent it. It's okay. I'm not you don't know who it is my deep black sources insisted that no capital letters dc politician or bureaucrat was ever briefed on or allowed to see the good stuff they mm. claimed these official visitors to groom lake were routinely distracted and mollified and never learned a thing they claimed I don't I, that's one of the stories the the groom lake story but anyway so yeah so hillary um Does not know, she might already know the good stuff, however, but not through political channels, but through Rockefeller channels. Yes, that would make
4: sense. I mean, because you're not going to tell the person that theoretically is maybe only going to be in this position of power for four years the good stuff. You're not going to tell them.
3: There's that, and there's also this, and we've talked about this before, not only on this show, but in general in ufology. Uh, You know, we don't believe, and I certainly don't believe, that the government and the government officials know everything there is to know because this is such a compartmentalized situation. Right, right, it and it's transitory. Yeah, it's very, very uh, few people within the governmental powers, even Congress people, that might know what really is going on. Yeah. So I don't even think that through those channels we're ever going to get disclosure because they just don't have any idea. Now, it's interesting that she might be getting some leaked information from the Rockefellers or the Rothschilds or the Bilderbergers or whatever, these other side families that are the ones that we've been saying for many years, control the planet. So who else would be better to have this information than those people? They're the ones that probably are sitting on the real good stuff that that we talk about. Speaking of
7: that, do you remember every year uh, around presidential time, At least on the Internet, I've noticed they've always said that that the potential uh, new White House resident, whoever uh, the parties elect, you know, whoever the candidates are, they always end up going to that kind of meeting of, I want to say, you know, one of the – yeah, the Is one it of skull them called Bones, or no, more like more like a, a Bohemian Grove. We talk no, about more they, like a uh, Well, they, yeah, uh, but a
3: lot of them go to Bohemian Grove before they even become presidents. Or well, not veterans
7: true. of foreign wars, but there's like a foreign uh, relations committee type big thing. The, yeah. C- the CFR, Council for Foreign. Relations. That, thank you. That, yeah. Okay. Yeah. And so they go and they go to it, and they you know like Obama was a guest. Lots right, of important right. people are guests. And has anybody ever researched? Has Trump ever been invited to that stuff, or is he part of it? I never ever looked to see if his name was on any of those I lists.
2: I believe so. I'm sure oh. that he is. I mean, if you go see, we should go and look at the stuff. Hair, I mean, he's
7: never
5: been invited
2: <coughs> to the Bilderberg. What the, the triples? You know. Yeah, uh, I think look. I, look I, I, I'm connection.
3: No, here's the thing. That's very funny, Chris. So. But on a serious note, uh, here's the thing about Trump, and uh, this is what, you know, gets me um, laughing when I when I hear people talking about him. Uh, the reason he is so hated by both the Democrats and the Republicans, besides the fact that he's a little bit, you know, of a nutcase, uh, is because he is a complete outsider when it comes to a lot of these things. No, he's think, not. No, no, hear me out, hear me out on, on this. I don't think he has family ties to a lot of these organizations like he some does. of. He no, does. Hear, hear me His... out, hold on. Yeah, yeah, but let me finish. He does. Let me on, but let me finish. Let me finish. The thing is, he has so much money and so much power. Not it's as not much. that it, it Hold on, but let, <laughs> let me finish Nancy. Never get <laughs> Nancy, my she point can't. across. I it's impossible.
4: impossible. It's no, impossible. stuff. I you know he he,
3: ha- he has a lot of money. He has more money than we do. Fair enough. Okay then. Here so, he has all this money working behind the scenes. If he wanted whatever information he wanted to get, I am pretty sure he could get it. I don't think that would be something that it would be out of his reach. I think when you got that kind of money that you can I don't get think he has ever
7: had power. And I think
3: No, he's never had that kind of power because he's never been a politician. This is his first time really in politics. Right, but
7: power he's is done different. business
3: stuff, but he has, you know, whether he has 8 billion or 10 billion, it's irrelevant. He has a few billion. That's a lot of money. That could buy you information. That could buy you resources. Sometimes that it can buy only you
7: buy, buy you access and sometimes the banks own you. Remember right. Donald true Trump? That. Was That's too, true. He was too big yeah, to fail. That. Many a time time they they propped him back up again because uh you know he would drive stuff into the ground and he Now what
3: family trail. connection does he have to any of these uh families? well
7: interestingly enough uh, again my cuz I've factor, never
3: heard of him being connected
7: to his any new son in, his new son-in-law the fellow who married ivanka right okay that fella's father now let me kind of go back this was on the news last night if you you, you can follow the trail the, hold that on Nancy. this father is this, yeah is, but his this is thing- new Oh no! But this, is not, is, this is not going to be what, like
3: the the dark who, helmet from who, who Spaceballs. He? Hold on, hold on. Like, who is he? He's, he's, he's an uncle's father's former roommate type of deal. Like that's
7: no, no, no. The, 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 once you get into that boy, that son, the the new son-in-law, and the father, you will find kind of the beginnings of a web of a lot of really sc- scraggly kind of weird stuff. Lawsuit. You'll you'll see. It's an it's a knot that will let you know, the. It, it's really funny that a knot. You know,
5: You know, he he's an Orthodox Jewish guy Mm -hmm. that she married. Mm -hmm. What kind of scraggly stuff are we
3: talking about? That's why you
7: need to look into it. I didn't prepare that for tonight, but I will look at. I will, you know. Oh, okay, so by, hold on, hold on, hold on,
3: hold on. <laughs> on. So by mm-hmm. marriage, he is somewhat associated to somebody of importance, okay, um, but within the Trump family, his bloodline from his parents back—I don't think there's any connection to the Rockefellers, Rothschilds, Bilderbergs. No, 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 no. Lendersers.
7: There's connections, perhaps, to organized crime, but that—oh, that's <laughs> here,
3: or here or there. <laughs> That's ninety percent of the politicians, don't Nancy. That's but not, that's all. Yeah, the, it's it's really all the same. Organized when you crime?
2: Think about it. Who cares? It's
3: all you the know, same.
7: Actually. No, but okay. A little so, mafia
2: work. Who cares?
7: I've just so, been watching The Godfather
2: all day. You know, you did that. great and movie. Is, I about that poor horse.
7: Oh yeah. Well, Alan is absolutely correct. However, um, it's on. You know, I should have brought. I should have come prepared. This was a story that I heard last night on the news, and it was uh-huh. it was jaw dropping really. And thought I would, do, you know, do some research, but I haven't finished up. Um, I think the father is going to be part of the 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 building of the new um, administration type thing so it's
4: i can see that happening now because you know what i almost think that donald trump really took a lot of people by surprise Mm -hmm. and i could see him being the outsider because i mean angel's right you have that kind of money you're going Mm -hmm. to touch base with these people but i mean can you imagine donald trump standing next to somebody in the rothschild family who would probably look at donald trump like he was an amp and be like you know go away man you know (laughs) congratulations on your one million dollars get out of here and now all of a sudden they've got to pay attention to him so yeah but here's Okay. Here's okay, the yeah, here's thing. Here's the thing. Oh, here's, let me. Bet. Let me. Let me. Hold
3: on. Let me piggyback on that real quick. Let me piggyback on that real quick. Also, put yourself in this perspective. For the last 30 years, Donald Trump has been a very successful businessman, <laughs> and sometimes not successful. Okay, He's stop. had problems. You have to
7: hear this. Hold Just on, but let listen, me. Let me. Fin- listen can to can you this fi- headline. Donald uh, Trump appoints Chris Christie, who sent his son-in-law's father to prison.
4: <laughs> of course he does. He's got to okay. play the game now. But, yeah, but Chris crazier, Christie backed up. Yeah, but he backed
3: Yeah, but he backed him up. But, 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 but the let's play devil's advocate for a second here with the families mm. here. Hold on. Let's say that before I lose my train of thought, Nancy, please don't make me forget what I'm about to say. <laughs> let's just play devil's advocate. Donald Trump for the last 30 years has had success. He's had failures. But he's made a lot of money and he's made a lot of contacts. He himself has recently been on the news saying that, look, you know, he played on both hands. He, you know, he. Uh, gave money to the Democrats, to the Republicans. You know, he's he's a businessman. He's interacted with all these different people, and he's always loved by everybody he's interacted with. He (laughs) has said that – no, he has actually said that, and a lot of people that interacted with him in a business sense – at the time, did love him. I mean, that's true. Look, Hillary and Bill Clinton love taking his money. There's pictures of ja- them, you know, not jolly the same and same laughing. Being
7: in business with him. Hold, just- but hold
3: on, let me just let me just finish here, Nancy. With with, biz- with Bill and with, and Hillary Clinton, it's not business. He's given him money for like favors. That's what that is, and mm-hmm. that's the reality of what that is. So he has been giving money for favors to politicians. Sometimes for he daughters. has to
5: throw money to accomplish something. Correct.
3: So let's just say, for example, that over the years he has acquired some information that is legit about certain things and certain people certain events maybe some UFO related stuff and he has so much information that he has collected that now the people that gave him this information are like oh crap he's mm. running for president that could be a mistake so let's you know put all this negative campaign out there against him and just bombard the internet and bombard negativity about this guy because if he you know, if he just becomes a president he might squeal and you know and let the cat out of the bag of all these different things which he's acquired over the last 20-30 years maybe mm-hmm. that's why he's not talking about this right now because he doesn't want to like burst the bubble yet
4: Possibly. i don't know if i buy that it's, a, it's, a, it's my working it's a, the, i you know I, it's
3: my hypothesis i
4: don't know if i buy that i mean i think all the negativity spewing towards donald trump is just a matter of a you know it's just a matter of politics he's a fringe candidate the same way as is as, as bernie sanders is you know they're, they're the two ones probably well, all out the mouth candidates. and they're not following the talking point so obviously you have to bash them once you know and they're both crazy we just had so bernie sanders here in right. Oregon but yep. I just, I just, I can't see anybody in power, even the Clintons. It just, you, Donald Trump seems like the last person you tell a secret to to me. He right. just does. He's, I like you. You wouldn't would tell be Donald shocked. Trump who would,
3: you would be shocked who opens your mouth to who. You will be shocked. That
4: would be true. That would be true. But I don't think he's got anything crazy. I mean, look, this is the guy who literally tried to say that, you know, he was, he was on the Obama birth certificate train. He's that guy. So if he's not sharing something now then that's because he's just now getting the information and now he has to play the game seriously where he hasn't been playing it very seriously before. So I could see now people from that inner circle starting to move into his corner because they've got to guide him. You can't – I mean yeah. he can't be yep, a president yep. off a leash. You know, he, He's got to – You know, if he's going to win, then he's got to have that person telling him what to do. So they've got to start moving people in his corner
3: correct guys we have got to take a quick commercial break when we come back we got robert morningstar who's going to join us and i'm sure he has a thing or two to say about this uh topic here if you guys want to join the conversation and uh, get your two cents in on everything we're talking about here with nancy and uh with uh, crystal and alan and chris and myself please do so by calling 786-245-8127 this is sky watchers radio stick around we'll be right back with mr robert
1: morningstar That's 954-973-3374. Or visit KeyInformation.com. Imagine no longer being tied down to your computer, but having the freedom to take live talk radio with
3: you anywhere you go. TalkStream Live introduces our first ever iPhone application. The talk shows you follow now, follow you.
0: Steel and more. SupermanHomePage.com
3: All right, everybody, we're back on Sky Watchers Radio, right here on psn-radio.com, and like I promised, we have the one and only Mister Robert Morningstar on the line with us, and uh, he has been listening in, and he has uh, you know a thing to say about what we were talking about here with uh, the you know dealing with with Trump and lying Ted and lying Ted's daddy. Welcome to the show, Robert. Welcome back, my friend.
6: Hi, it's great to be back. It was great to listen to you. You you talk, You brought up some really amazing things, and uh, I'm ready. Thank you. Thank you. To, uh, let's talk about the UFO thing that you were talking about first of all. I didn't know Chris Matthews ca- mm. uh, covered it today, but yesterday I was uh, downstairs with my mom and uh, having lunch, and I was amazed that MSNBC did a half hour show. On Area 51 and the Alien interview. And I said to wow. myself, What wow. is going yeah. on? MSNBC, you know the uh, interview where the alien is uh, being uh, interviewed by a telepath and then he gets sick?
7: What show? Right, on and M- he dies which on show? camera,
6: supposedly. Yeah, yeah. what
7: it's show written. on MSNBC?
6: Oh, uh, it was in the middle of the day, you know, I don't know which. Wow. Uh, they wow. just dedicated a whole half hour, and you know the guy, the leaker, Victor, in, mm-hmm. in Acts. Yes. Yeah. I said, What? Mm-hmm. And, and I'm in close contact with Stephen Bassett. And uh, interestingly enough, on my birthday, I I published one of his paradigm uh, research articles about Hillary Clinton saying that she was going to uh, mm-hmm. leak the, the UFO stories if she got the information. And uh, it was two days before the Benghazi hearing. And won't you know it, the next day, just as everybody's mm-hmm. jumping onto UFO Digest to read it, I got hacked, we got hacked, and we got knocked wow. off the air for eight days. So mm. I
7: remember when you said you got hacked.
6: Oh, it's eight times in a year. And every yep, time yep. we put out a you – know, the last time was last week. We put out uh, UFOs and nukes, Robert Hastings, mm-hmm. the, the most important issue, the one that, that drives the military up the wall, the one they dread to reveal – to the world public is that UFOs have made it very clear that they're not going to let anyone destroy the world through nuclear war. UFOs Mm. have come over uh, missile bases. The Rendlesham Forest uh, incident is called Rendlesham Forest because they want to bring your attention to the forest. Mm -hmm. Instead, of Bentwater's RAF, uh, Royal Air Force Base, which was a nuclear weapons depot. The Midnight, uh South Dakota Air, Air Force Base, uh, Maelstrom was another one. The UFOs come in, they disable missiles, they, can, they start to launch them. But the most amazing thing is they change the targeting on the missiles. And that's telling Washington and Moscow, if you think you're going to fire this missile, and it's going to land in Moscow. Don't be surprised if we send it to you in Washington. <laughs> wow. That's that is- little present for you. Ken, <laughs> that, yeah. is, that is a warning. Another story wow. that I broke last week is one that's been going on for years with the U.S. Navy. Um, all atomic uh, missile submarines are all being tracked by UFOs. And the first telling of this story is in the book called Out There by Ralph Blum. It came out in the 1980s. And the first chapter talks about how the uh, U.S. military was using remote viewers like Ingo Swan and targeting um, military facilities. Mm -hmm. So they decided to target a submarine. And the remote viewer found the submarine under the Atlantic Ocean, and then the remote viewer went into shock because he also saw the UFO tailing it. So this is a big issue. You're there, in a sense, is well, one isn't
5: that a U.S.O. now, not a UFO?
3: No, no.
6: The submarine was underwater. The UFO was over it. In oh. the also, oh, it was
3: outside of the water. It was right tailing it now from talking the about okay.
6: U.S.O.s on May second.
1: Mm-hmm.
6: The people in Yorkshire, England were um, driven into panic practically because so many loud explosions were detonating over Yorkshire in uh, the city of Leeds, the city of York. that They actually, some people thought it was an atomic uh, attack or terrorist uh, detonating bombs and it turns out that the RAF scrambled two typhoon fighters to go to intercept a UFO that came out of the ocean. And they um, they ran circles try- around it. They tried to kind of, uh, you know, shepherd it in and the thing t- took off, but it went on for quite a long time. And some people recorded uh, CCD cameras and uh, I- iPhones uh, recorded some of these detonations of the, um, the breaking of the sound barrier at low altitude, mm-hmm. you know, rattling windows. So it's become a big issue, and Stephen Bassett has told me that they expect this year that Obama, being the lame duck that he is, has been chosen as the one to, to make the uh, UFO disclosure, uh, or Clinton. And I said to him, "I wait- doesn't
3: I, win, though. That's I said to <laughs> him,
6: "I'd rather wait another 50 years for disclosure than to see Clinton as the next one." <laughs> <laughs> <It's- laughs> OK. Let's talk about Trump. I just sent you an article from Dave Hodges' uh, website, the Common, Sense, uh, the Common Sense Radio Show. Uh-huh. The uh, CFR has declared war on Donald Trump, and he quotes uh, some of the editorials that they've put out. People dread him. They dread Donald Trump because, and Bernie. You know what's interesting? I've been, I've been deeply involved in, in this campaign uh, since it started. And one thing that I picked up very early is the um, the confusion, the puzzlement of the mass uh, the mass media, because they were going out and polling people and saying to people, "Well, who's your first choice for president?" And a person would say Donald Trump, and they say, "Who's your second choice?" And they'd say Bernie Sanders. And then they go to another person and say, "Who's your first choice for president?" They say Bernie Sanders, and who would you vote for second? They say Donald Trump. So people are fed up. With the scripted, forked tongued mm-hmm. lying yep. politicians, and not uh, that we're singling
5: I, any candidate out as we say this.
6: Well, let me just say <laughs> this. Really? I've been, I've been <laughs> eavesdropping. I—it's I, just uncanny, you know. Uh, a few minutes before ten thirty, I just said, "Let me see what they're chatting about." Mm-hmm. And I think it was Nancy who said, mm-hmm. "Ask Robert about Ted Cruz's father." Yeah, so, was it Nancy or was it Crystal? It was Nancy. It was Nancy. I thought it was
7: Nancy. We're we're clones, actually, so we kind of share share a common core. (laughs)
6: She tells tells anti-feminist jokes, you know? I
4: love it. I love it. (laughs) I love
6: your show. Listen, so let me just give you the lowdown on the Ted Cruz story. I have a vast network of uh, associates, of friends, of supporters, of colleagues, who, who really believe in what I do and, and support what I do. I have a very good friend named David Collins, and he sent me the Marshall Report. Diane Marshall has a blog, and on her, that blog was the first time that I saw Ted Cruz's father, Ted Cruz Sr., handing out pamphlets with Lee Harvey Oswald in uh, New Orleans in um, 1963, August of 63. A very famous incident. I've been looking at the pictures for years. She published um, pictures of of the old crews and and the man in in the uh, Oswald photographs. And as I've told you before, one of the greatest things I have ever learned from the Chinese masters was Chinese physiognomy and face reading diagnosis. And there are 77, 80 points on the face and relationships between the ear and the brow, the chin, the jaw and the nose uh, that Mm -hmm. will identify a person. And the moment that I saw those two pictures... I said to myself, "This is the same man." So I put out an initial uh, email to the top researchers in the JFK assassination, and Judith Vary Baker, who was Lee Oswald's paramour, was also at that incident. She was going out with Oswald at the time that he was handing out the pamphlets, and he told her, "Hey, don't get too close. You know, I don't want you to be any, be involved in this." And she and I got into contact, and she confirms that it is Ted Cruz Sr. little background on Ted Cruz Sr. Claims to have fought against the Batista regime and to have been beaten up by the Batista police. He then fought on the side of Castro during the Castro uh, revolution. Right. He then, he then claims to have left in 1957-58 come to the United States and gone to Texas. And in Texas, he wound up going to the University of Texas at Austin and getting a degree in mathematics. He then became uh, employed in the oil industry. <clears throat> Ted Cruz says, these are Ted Cruz's words, my father was a Molotov, a Molotov uh, cocktail throwing factory burning gorilla. Now, that means to me that he was Molotov cocktail-throwing for Castro, but more Mm -hmm. likely Molotov Molotov cocktail-throwing and factory-burning operative Operation Mongoose. Mm -hmm. But I believe, personally, his story is very fishy. He -hmm. says that he left uh, Cuba before Castro uh, declared himself communist, that he then went back to Cuba and then he went around speaking and apologizing to all the people that he had uh, convinced to follow Castro. And I say that is total hokum because if Ted Cruz Sr. had gone back after Castro took power and started speaking and saying, I'm sorry that I asked you to uh, uh, follow Castro, apologizing, he would never have left Cuba alive. Correct. So I believe that he was a double agent, but that ultimately... The good life in America, the uh, the riches that were conferred mm-hmm. upon him by the Bush oil cabal uh, convinced him that he, he saw the light. And I believe that he was involved in Operation Mongoose and he was involved in the anti-Castro uh, Cuban movement, which Oswald infiltrated. Oswald was sent to New Orleans and to Dallas to infiltrate both pro-Castro uh, factions and anti-Castro factions and to report back to the Office of Naval Intelligence.
3: But was he involved with the JFK assassination in mm. any way
1: directly? No,
6: he tried to save President Kennedy. He found out about the about the plot and okay. he, tr- he got word back. He actually, it's believed that he's the one who sent the telegram to the FBI on November okay. 1st and uh, warning them that there was a plot to kill President Kennedy in Dallas. Lee Oswald was mm. a hero. I'm telling you frankly. Lee Oswald was a hero. He died for his country. He did everything in his power to tr- save President Kennedy. You should interview Judith Barry Baker. She, she, he told her. He knew this. Before uh, I'm confusing
7: her with the mistress of JFK.
6: No, no, no. Judith Barry Baker was, let's call it what it was. She was the girlfriend, the lover of Lee Oswald. Judith Exner is the person. Exner. She was the, Ex- sorry. the gangster. The gangster, uh, gun mall of Sam Giancana.
7: Okay, confusion. So, yeah, yeah.
6: a lot. Of, it's very confusing. So a lot of names, and you have to keep a score. <laughs> you have to keep a scorecard to keep
7: no, track
6: no of all the players. But, well, um, Bob, do do you,
7: do you sure. have feelings on the whole? What kind of politics are going on behind the scenes? When you say that the Council of Foreign Relations, uh, they're not psyched about Trump we, what, can you elaborate on that further Sorry.
6: the Council on Foreign Relations is the fir- was the first Rockefeller front for a globalization and Donald Trump is anti-globalism he is a nationalist he, and he's seen uh, from behind the scenes he's played he played the game to become a multi-millionaire but yep. listen Donald Trump and I are New Yorkers We've lived parallel lives. He grew up in Queens. I grew up in New York. We have the same, quote-unquote, New York values. We care about this country first and foremost. You know, you, uh, NATO be damned, Europe be damned. The U.S. comes first with us. And I think when I see Donald Trump, and I wrote this to him after one of the debates, when he was under immense attacks from all sides, I saw... A spirit in him that drove me to write to him, and I said, "Dear Donald, you did great in the debate last night. I have to tell you that I saw George Washington standing in your shoes last night, and I feel that that's, that's the deep. spirit. That's the spirit that he has. And now the funniest thing is, I go to my Facebook page, and you know the famous portrait of George Washington, you know the oil painting. That's- oh yeah, right. yeah. Well, they put up, they put up a." Uh, 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 an image of him wearing the Trump hat that says "Make America Great Again." <laughs> so, while I'm on it, I want to tell you people are listening to this show from all around the world, and uh, including uh, friends in in uh, across the United States and even in Yugoslavia. Uh, my friend Vitomir Milosevic is uh, listening. I got he he sent me a message just before the show started and uh he's a fellow that really loves america too you can't believe how many people around the world are involved in our presidential uh campaign or presidential election
3: how, how is uh trump uh, seen across uh, the season you know and and you know as a businessman we know that he's taken kind of uh you know kind of as a goofball but you know during the politics during the the uh GOP elections, you know, how is the rest of the world looking at him? Because you well, know, he was very vocal against Obama, who was popular outside of the U.S. and some right. corners of the world. It's,
6: it's, it's split the same way that it is split here. But most people that that uh, respond uh, to my Facebook page or email me uh, or call in, most of them hope that Donald Trump can can straighten out the situation uh, economically and politically here. Um, Mexicans, Mexican not so American, much. Men, No, 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 no. Mexican Americans, Mexican <laughs> not Americans, so much, who have worked hard, who have earned their position, uh, become citizens. They don't like the the, the denigration of uh, Mexican uh, identity or of Mexican American, but they understand that Donald Trump is not lying. Criminals, drug dealers, uh, are are coming through a porous border. Mm-hmm. He's, you know? not he's, he's not anti-Mexican. Anti- he's not anti-Criminals. He is not anti-Mexican. He is not anti-Black. Uh, I put up a really amazing video. of just Look, Donald Trump
3: black. loves Hispanics. He said so in a, in a picture he sent out on Cigo de Mayo.
6: The, right, right. The Cigo de Mayo Bowl. <laughs> he uh, loves Hispanics. No, he does.
5: A he hires them.
7: He hires the best. You guys should come to New York. once.
6: You know I, I worked in the Trump building as a Tai Chi teacher in one of the, uh, you know, the, the health clubs there, and the, uh, the manager was Puerto Rican.: <laughs> many, of the, many of, the, of the workers, many of the mon, uh, concierge managers, uh, teachers this is all hokum that you're getting on, on, on the media because the media dreads the man that speaks the truth. It's maybe not. But
7: you just said it was hokum. hokum.
6: No, the media is hokum. The media is hokum in all the way they're portraying Trump. But they dread a person that will look you in the eye and tells you what he thinks. And when I said truth, the truth is he believes it. He may be wrong about a fact. But he may believe it, but he's telling you what he believes. And the same about saying. Yeah, yeah,
7: yeah, but you shouldn't be so casual about a fellow who's wrong about a fact because our whole world depends on facts at the end of the day, not on, agree. Uh, you know, yeah. No,
5: the whole world all runs on perception, not facts.
6: That's right, it runs them. on mind control operates. Yeah. So. Yeah.
5: Whatever uh, but,
4: the CF tells us to do, that's what we do. Well, uh, is,
7: do you think the rumor is true that the uh, powers that be are afraid to tell, give Trump the briefing because they just don't trust him mentally?
6: Uh, I could believe that.
7: Mentally. I don't know if I, it, mentally. I believe mentally. Mentally, I trust. i read Donald that. Trump.
6: More than than Hillary Clinton, but why do you say Hillary. that,
7: Robert? Why do you say that? What has Hillary done that makes you feel that she's just not the one for the job? Because the I saw her. List. I saw. I her,
6: I'll
2: tell <laughs> you. I, uh, you. I You see the way voted, she does her hair. Put yeah, you, right? hold
0: on,
6: hold, hold, on hold on, Let Robert twice. speak. Let Robert speak. Go ahead, Robert. I voted for the Clintons twice. Twice burned. Twice wary. They murdered 80 people at Waco. They killed innocent people at Ruby Ridge. They are murderers in my book. They are c- career criminals. And no matter what the facade and what the mind control apparatus, uh, how uh, they gift wrap them.
7: So, they, if, if, they so if an disturb- operation goes out of control, you blame the president who's at the helm, right? She was,
6: she was in direct contact with Janet Reno. They were running the show in Waco. They murdered all those people. And that's why I feel so strongly about it.
7: Well, okay, so I will look I into that and word. see where. Well, look, look,
6: the word look, look, that Taylor Clinton says, "Let's let's look let's put Benghazi. that. Let's put that
3: to a, Let's put that to the side for a second, and let's put Benghazi for a second.
6: Let's talk about, about Benghazi, side, Benghazi.
3: Which, which those two things alone, honestly, uh, completely excludes her for, for the office of president in my book. Also, but let's look at something that that she has uh, said in the past uh, that is contradicting what she says now currently, and you can look this up on YouTube, uh, on Google." Back when Bill Clinton was president, Bill Clinton was very famous for signing the NAFTA agreement. You guys remember that? That's right. Yep. Right? Yep. She was completely for NAFTA back then, completely praising that it was going to do great things for not only this country, but for the world. It's a free trade agreement, yada, yada, yada. She was 100% behind it. Since she's been running for president... She has been using this speech that she is against NAFTA, that she's been against it from the beginning, that it's been a failed program. That's the lingo she's using now. There is... Concrete evidence that not only was she for it, but she was promoting it, and her husband's the one that passed it, passed That's the thing. Right. So why is it that she is contradicting so much of herself and flip flopping from one view to the other? So you have to add, you know, add Benghazi, add the other incidents, add this to the pile. You, it just
5: it keeps piling on Wait, and do, on and on. You, on, you right? want to show, You want me to give into my list here? No, yes, please. please. Because
3: right.
6: it, it piles on the, the no, level of BS say, from this she woman. She picked up on that because Bernie Sanders was pointing it out. And, and, uh, and he has been stealing his agenda. Completely, uh, yes. Out of convenience. Yes, and so... Yeah.
7: So but that's what say, we would want. I mean, if we had any choice, we want... No, we want, want right. honesty. We, we want, we want a
6: person who sticks
3: to their guns, who I says, mean, come on. this is what, what I, I believe, and I'm sticking to my stole guns, stole guns stole on it. On it. On the, White stop House.
6: the TPP. I want to stop the TPP, the Trans-Pacific Pact, and the, and the TPIP, which is the one for Europe. Listen, folks, you hear these things, but I don't think that people study them and read them. Mm-hmm. The TPP no, has, is a, has 12 countries... And they will allow free trade zones for these 12 countries. And a free trade zone is an area of land that will be given to these countries to create an enclave of that country. The country's laws will hold it, it will not be the United States. The, China has these uh, already, uh, one in Montana. It's It's a huge city. They're going to allow 30,000 workers to come into the United States with no background checks. And, and pretend they're
7: in China and pretend and they're And they will have Chinese laws and they
6: will be Chinese forts. Wow. In, or a Philippine or… And who,
7: who proposed this brilliant this idea? Is, this
6: is in the TPP, but I'm telling you, people don't hmm. read the treaties. I, I scour every source of information and like the Obamacare bill. Who knew that the Obamacare bill tied the IRS directly to your bank account? Who would approve of that? Who well, knew that the the, the Obamacare bill mm-hmm. has a section fi- uh, section 519 uh say 519g that ties it to the Food and Drug Cosmetic mm-hmm. Act 1996 for the development of the microchip? the famous rfi uh, rfi you know what's
3: sad robert most of the people in congress don't know that because they passed that bill without even reading the
6: damn oh, thing oh the the bill is con- look the bill is unconstitutional completely
3: is
7: isn't that the one they didn't even let them read it until like the day before
3: or the... no no the the bill was there it's they could have read it, was, it was a they thousand were just like pages. they were like it's a thousand pages we don't really want to <laughs> spend it, the time reading it they weren't this thing.
6: allowed to divulge what was in it but who has the time to read a thousand pages except me because I knew it was important, I I smelled something really dirty in it. The secrecy about it, mm. the the voluminous uh, chapters. But you know, as I went through it, I was looking. I was going through it with a fine tooth comb. And then I came across this little paragraph that said it was tied in to the Food and Drug and Cosmetic Act of 1996, Section 519G. So I went and I looked up that act, and that deals. With the development of uh, the RFID, the radio frequency identifier identification mm. wow. chip, and then don't forget that Hillary Clinton, during Bill Clinton's uh, first term, was pushing for the the uh, Hillary Care of that time, and she was pushing for the development of this chip, and she was using the ruse that it would help find lost children, and they went through the the test of the initial. Uh, radio frequency identifying chip and they put it in a lot of dogs so you could, oh how sweet, you'll never lose your pet. Well you lost your pet a year later when all these uh, tumors, cancers developed and killed the animals because the thing is toxic True. Story. so yep. so all of this is, look friends, mm-hmm. I see us under a tremendous onslaught that's been going on for 20 years and it's a complete longer, longer much longer, longer. Socialist, communist takeover of the United States—it's a wolf in sheep's clothing.
3: Honestly, I think um, this is going back from the '40s. I'm not even kidding. This is going back to, right. to the, the yeah. World War II when, look, when the Nazis lost the war, quote unquote. That's where this communist uh, started—you know, socialism started taking over this country from that you're point absolutely on.
6: Right. You're absolutely. So it, it,
3: none of this shocks me that, of what's going is, on. And
6: if you want to hear if, um, something fantastic, G. Edward Griffin. Uh huh. G. Edward Griffin as uh, YouTube videos. In 1984, 85, he interviewed a KGB defector named Yuri Besmanov. And Yuri Besmanov told G. Edward Griffin the whole plan in 15 year sequences of how they were going to take over America. And the three phases were. The first phase, demoralization, it would take 15 years of demoralization, then 15 years of destabilization, and then comes normalization. Normalization in their vocabulary was the communizing of the nation, and this was a pattern, a plan that they used in all of the countries that they subjugated. The demoralization of the United States began with the John F. Kennedy assassination. The loss of faith, the loss of confidence. The, the befuddlement, the fooling of the public, the leading us then into the depressions of the Carter era. Then the social upheavals that came in the 80s and the 90s. That's the destabilization. We are a destabilized nation right now. And the normalization in their playbook will be when they can communize the whole country. So that is why I'm totally against Hillary Clinton, globalism. I am America first. I grew up to be an unhyphenated American, and that's what I consider myself. So I, I'm doing everything in my power to see that Donald Trump gets elected.
3: And Bernie Sanders is not much better, folks.
6: If, if Trump, listen, people ask me the <laughs> same <laughs> question. People ask me the same question. Well, how about Bernie. <laughs> How about Bernie? Love Bernie. I, I take Bernie over Clinton. I'll tell you honestly, you know, because he's he's a forthright, straight-talking guy, and Clinton is a pathological liar. That's that. That much is true. That's yeah. all I got to tell you. And yeah. you know what? Let me say something. The election of Barack Obama. Barack Obama was not elected by black and Hispanic people. He was elected by a majority of white people. And the white people, I don't like the term because we're not white. We're more of a pink and rosy red or all various. Caucasians. (laughs) But I consider the election of of, uh, Barack Obama a vanity vote. Mm. The, the, The Caucasian population wanted to prove to itself that it wasn't prejudiced, that it wasn't bigoted. And that's why I call it a vanity vote. And the idea of voting for Hillary Clinton simply because she's a woman and everybody wants the first woman. Mm-hmm. Forget it. It's the same kind of vanity vote. So well, I, think
3: there's, I think it's a little bit deeper than that. I think Obama was prepared and pre-manufactured to be a president. Oh yeah. And the reason He's, I say that is because uh, look, Obam- uh, uh, look, Obama fits a demographic that none of us here fits. He is both white, he's both African American he's yeah. you know a person whose face fits the global structure of the planet. hell, he looks like Nelson Mandela a little bit. I mean mm-hmm. this person looks like everybody like the every man and when he came out and he did that democratic speech years ago where everybody was like, "Wait a second, like, who the hell is this guy?" I think from that moment on, they said we have something here that we could use to brainwash the masses and ease some tensions in certain areas and I think he was prepared and manufactured for that because he well, was... Well, he was fed in. Age- the council ver- on foreign
7: relations. That's right, right. and and he is forget- a very
3: charismatic person, and that's why they picked him and used
7: him. Don't, the- forget-
3: I, don't th- I don't think it's so don't- much that people went out to vote. Not to cut you off, Robert, but I don't think it's so much that people just you know went out to vote because they they found a pretty face. I think it's because people went out to vote, but it, he was already pre-elected. The vote didn't even matter. I think
6: in a way, but don't forget, Nelson Mandela was a communist tr- uh, terrorist. <clears throat> they murdered a lot of white people with their. Uh, the the South African necktie. They would throw rubber tires on a on a person and uh, then light them up. Uh, his wife murdered, he had a great uh,
3: smile, though he was a nice looking.
6: Oh uh, yeah, it <laughs> wonderful grandpa. Yeah, but forget about it. I, I'm I'm not in the. On really? the you have to go endeavor. there. I'm I'm in the, I'm on the I'm on the uh, train with Martin Luther King, and he would never he would never have approved of of the tactics. The, of the, the Democrats today let's talk about Saul Alinsky the playbook for the Democratic Party Rules for Radicals Saul Alinsky was a radical communist who wrote a book called Rules for Radical and Hillary Clinton did her her uh, dissertation on Saul Alinsky well when you open the book and look at the preface Saul Alinsky dedicated the book to Lucifer whom he considered the first rebel
7: Really?
6: Mm. Yes. Wow.
7: wow. Check just, that out.
6: Okay, that's Check that out. That's yeah. just crazy. Listen, I'm I'm telling you who these people worship, what they aspire to. Tyrion.
7: And, and t- tell us the name of the book again, so it rules.
6: Makes- rules for radicals. Okay. Saul Alinsky. Saul. You know, sometimes he's the one who came up with the term of uh, community organizer. Mm-hmm. And. Um, Saul, like Some,
3: better call Saul, S A U L. Got you. Saul, S-A-U-L. Yeah. Gotcha. All right. Saul, Saul, Saul
7: okay. Uh but this, sometimes oh, sure. uh, intellectuals, and he was a Chicago- University of Chicago, I believe, intellectual. Uh, okay. Sometimes they throw stuff like that out just to kind of make jokes with the the you know the crazy people who think oh good and evil. Say, I guess people who take Satan very literally, and and I know you're going to say you do but you don't take him but you don't take him as literally as probably a born again Christian does do you right you take him as a concept literally but let not me, as a real life say, guy
6: let me tell you this when we're talking about satan lucifer or the devil i say we thinking we're talking about a bad idea and a bad idea has power because yes. when a bad idea gets into a million heads Really bad things happen, and the perfect perfect example, the perfect example, is Hitler's Germany, when Hitlerism got into people's heads, and they became a beehive of this kind of thinking. And the same goes for Stalinism, and and Trotskyism. And when
7: Donald Trump says from the podium, "Get him, rip him out of here." It's. It makes me feel like it's happening all over again because the get'em turns a mob into <laughs> a killing mob, and it always I see, terrifies
3: me. Yeah, I could see where people would get a little bit weirded out by that. Yeah, a, because you know
7: campaign. what? What happens when a mob? When he's when he's out. like,
3: I'll pay for your for your You're lawyer not, bills. I mean, yeah. when he says stuff he like that, I'm like, come on, Donald.
7: Bob at that point, yeah. That's well, cool. not only
3: that, he's playing the position of power. Like, look how powerful man, I am. That's
7: the man yeah. card. Well, I'm, I'm the um, biggest man. <laughs>
6: Well, when you uh, when you inflame a situation, you know the people fight fire with fire. Just like those pictures of people people in Ku Klux Klan outfits at, at Trump rallies, and they turned out to be black people wearing Ku Klux Klan clothes. You
3: know what's funny about that? And, uh, you know he funny, got on, he got a lot of crap about the. Uh, hold on, he had a lot of crap about the whole KKK endorsement from yeah. uh, David Duke. David I think too. it was. Uh, the funny thing is, when Obama ran for president, he also was endorsed by the KKK. True <laughs> story nobody said anything and Obama never even denounced it like he never even brought it up he just stayed quiet about the whole thing and he was endorsed he said hey better him than Hillary that's what they said better him than Hillary so think about that for a second even the KKK say black guy better than Hillary that's crazy but that's what happened and Obama didn't say a word and nobody brought it up and the funny thing is Trump denounced David Duke he, you know, talked about it repeatedly, and people still he talk had about no it.
7: No idea who he was, and you guys don't paint him as a liar. He said he didn't know who he was, and of course listen, he did. David Duke. Oh, of course David he did.
6: Yeah. Left. Yeah. David Duke left the Ku Klux Klan thirty years ago. It was a very brief period of time. Then he got elected as a congressman from Louisiana, and he actually passed some very good bills while he was in Congress. But
1: he but is a white supremacist. He, yeah, I mean, but, I mean, but once a racist, always a,
3: always a racist. That's the thing. Once a white yeah, exactly. supremacist, always a white
7: supremacist. You could be but a brown supremacist. I don't superior.
6: believe in, su- in racial supremacy, but I do believe that some cultures are superior to others.
7: Oh, That's really? my take. Yes, I do. Superior, I su- well,
6: superior I suggests... Up, uh, superior superior suggests up. I don't know if I'd use the word superior, superior. but I would say I, some yeah, cultures are more I evolved. Our, I think our how about, American how about we go culture with that? is superior to the culture of ISIS. I think our American. I agree with that. Is to superior. Hold on, no, no, I see.
3: listen to what he's actually saying. He's not talking about races or exactly. classifications. Exactly. Not, not talking about
6: cultures. races, but right. No,
3: about I could see that because we I'm are better than ISIS. Hey, hello. Better
6: greater than others. They achieve more. They they they're ha- more civil. They're more just.
7: And they're prettier. Some are prettier than others. We
3: have hotter ladies here in the U.S. That's for sure. <laughs> then again, we couldn't really tell because they—they're all covered up over in the Middle East, like what's up with that?
6: You know, there's a book that everyone should. Um, there's a book uh, that I read uh, when I was in college uh, by S. I. Hayakawa, and it was about uh, language,
1: mm-hmm.
6: uh, language and social order. But uh, it was about how I'm, this was written by a Japanese uh, scholar who learned English and knew Japanese. And he pointed out that we are fooled uh, by the vocabulary and the use of uh, certain words, which sound really great to all of us, like liberty, freedom, but, non-fat. <laughs> fat, but fat. Go ahead. But
7: diet. Each, each of those
6: words means a different thing to each person who hears it. They each person has a different uh, def- personal definition of what liberty is, of what freedom is. Uh, and he called them uh, high-level abstractions, those words, high-level, high-level abstractions as opposed to words that were really concrete. For example, words that describe a concrete object or a, a really clearly defined ideas. And he saw that the rhetoric of American politics is loaded with high-level abstractions that a million people will hear and a million people will like, but a million people will have a million different definitions of, of a high level abstraction. Mm. So um this is isn't it great to be American? Mm. <laughs> this is a great conversation. No, it we is. really you know, people are afraid to speak out, to say their what they think uh, people have been cowed by political correctness into being afraid to say something controversial. That's very
3: true. That's very true. You now, know, and, and it's sad because Robert, it's become it's kind of like a, uh, it's become like a 4 little word to say that you're proud to be an American.
6: Oh yeah, and, and you know what about white guilt? The the white guilt that has been dumped on the on the Caucasian uh, section of the population. That yeah, four hundred years
3: of slavery th- they kind of everybody's
6: that one, uh, evil. <laughs> hey, look, four hundred years of slavery and the whole idea of reparations where you know, more than five, Today
7: was the six, anniversary of Hiroshima and Obama has just... Uh, or or it's going to be within the no, day or so. Uh,
6: that's in August. August August 6th and August 9th. Okay. But, day, but he's so. already yeah. making propaganda to to make himself the Prince of Peace again. No. August mm-hmm. 6th, August 9th, that was Hiroshima and Nagasaki. But he's getting started early. But he's I have just, white guilt.
7: It. I have definitely have white guilt about that. I can't... I have white guilt about any kind of... American Indian movie we see. I mean, it's kind of bred <laughs> in the bone, you know, to feel it's, bad about this bad stuff. I'm glad I'm not white. Well, you've been made to <laughs> feel bad, No guilt.
6: So bad. So we so cannot judge the terrible. people of the past by the morals of the present. We've all been evolving. Um, the the see, slavery was a basic component of economic economic systems in the 18th and 19th century. It was a given, even and the Bible. Teaches it, you see. Yeah, that's true. So, and they, yeah, and they—they these were things that they believed. Now our society has evolved and mm-hmm. uh, our our ethics, our morality has been refined. But I think it's, the, the it's reason unfair. it lingers,
3: so, Robert. I think what, for us one, are it, yeah, I are one of the reasons, yeah, but one of the reasons it lingers so long, Robert, is because we're the last ones. Of, when it comes to like big societies, big civilizations, we, the United States, are the last ones that have had slavery to that level no, for that long.
6: No, there's slavery today in Saudi Arabia and Muslim. Countries. But it's
3: not. I don't think it's slavery to the point that we had North it in Africa. this country.
6: There's, there's there's slavery all over North Africa. There's slavery is institutionalized in in Muslim countries. Look at Boko Haram, they enslaved those those girls that they're still trying to recover. Now, this is all fallacy. And you buy all this junk that's put into our brains by the mass media trying to dump white guilt on us. And it's I'm not guilty of the crimes or the of, of slavery. And as far as reparations, you know, more than half a million white soldiers on both sides died in the Civil War to end that thing. All right. So don't so, give me that. I'm sorry. I'm not buying. Now,
4: it. I wouldn't say that I, I wouldn't ever say that, you know, white people should feel guilty about things that happened in the past. But I as would. far as well, I mean, yeah, you maybe a little bit cuz we still kind of celebrate Columbus Day and that's fucked up. Yeah. yeah. exactly. Um, completely Agreed. fucked up. Completely. But, I mean, well, we completely, if it wasn't for Columbus. Oh, <laughs> yeah. crap. He wasn't the first one.
6: But, of course, here's an argument. The <laughs> light, Come on the, now. The, the but,
4: hang on, but hang on, hang on, hang but, on. But, but the point the that I was going to make is, wouldn't you say that we still have a problem with those issues? So maybe not white guilt, maybe not political correctness, but we still have evolving to do, and we could still all work on being a little bit kinder? And this is exactly why the aliens won't talk think, to us. And sure. this is
7: why I Trump think, should not be allowed yeah, to say the stuff he says. I think to, black people he
4: have to stop. We can say her, it, but I think people have to stop listening. Yeah, well, it's not listen, even that. Listen, I think
7: the fact... Political correctness...
6: But listen, the the finger of racism is being pointed all the time, and I say to people, and black people in particular, and who are really uh, uh, jumped the gun on pointing the index finger of racism, just remember, when you point the index finger of racism, three fingers are pointing back at you. And I have experienced... <laughs> racism from everybody everybody and so no one's free of bias and no one's all guilty of racism the the white population the caucasian population has worked to make black people equal it would never have happened if there was that's right
7: and, and white supremacists. You can, you can thank poli- you can thank a lot of politicians for that as well. Both sides of, of the aisle, of course. We're very supportive. You can yes. thank
4: right, but that okay. But you, okay. you can you can, absolutely you can say that and still recognize that there is still an issue. So maybe absolutely. every time a black person says, you know, because there's extremists on every side. We I'll we buy, have right. a tendency I'll, to take things to the extremes, right. I'll but I'll at buy, the same every, time. I'll, we can, I think you have to judge these based on their situations. Yeah. Like, did this, like, was this black true? I don't like
6: the N word, but they love to say tidy whitey, Charlie, honky, cracker. cracker. Oh. Okay? So,
4: now but I actually, making, I
6: like cracker
3: myself. That's a good
4: word. <laughs> I like cracker too. That's a great word. But it's, I mean, you're making a generalization. It's the same thing. White people have the same terms for black people.
3: Right.
1: Yeah, but oh, how did you know, this UFO
3: like show? Hold on, on, on. How did this there? ufology show you know, turn you, into you, a racist you show? You think about
6: it. Come to New York, New York. You never hear that stuff. You know, yeah, in New, New York, York you hear all kinds of things. When I hear the uh. N word, it's, it's one black person most of the time calling another one the same that N word. You know. So, or or or, I, I you, have I, the, or you have the oh you have that brave in, white guy
3: who hangs out with a bunch of black dudes and he's saying it to his friends because they're like it's not a big deal. You know what's funny though because look I hang out with multiracial people. I'm multiracial. I'm, I'm Latin. I live and, in uh,
6: Park City, brother. <laughs> and
3: and exactly. And I see it all the time where you know the N word is thrown around by everybody black white Hispanic it doesn't ma- Like in in my growing up here in Florida it didn't matter as much. Racially, as it does in other parts of the country, I think Uh, we weren't, you know, ever like picking fights with each other because somebody said, "Hey, my N-word," you know, whatever. Right. it was just one of those things that was just said by everybody, black and white and Latinos. It, it, just used, it was just a universally used word. In fact, I didn't think it was a big deal as a kid growing up until I saw in a movie that somebody got shot over the N-word, and I was like, really? You so? And then I started seeing things on the news, and I was like, really, it's a big deal? And then I started doing more research, and I grew up, and I learned you know, the, the definition of that word and the hatred behind that word and what all that word brings when it's used, which is, to be honest with you, is the words like cracker and like honky are like, you know. Know, playing in the playground compared to that word and what that word means and right. why it's such a hated word See, and why it should be eradicated from the English language. Uh, but to be fair, it is a word that everybody kind of uses universally at this point. Well, today. that's that's
7: the solution since it It'll can't be eradicated. Be er- Just It'll use it universally. Who cares
5: the language? Because there are too many people in there in their own race
7: you can't tell people what not to say um, and you can't tell people
4: who to like
5: and you can't tell people that is the main thing right there yep you know, yeah. it's, it's not going to happen.
4: It's about enough. the intent behind when you use a word. I mean, because all right, so I consider right. myself a feminist, right. but I call my friends. I mean, I talk to my best friend. I'm like, hey, bitch, what's up? You know, so it's, yeah. the, it's, it's about I'm, the a, I'm a male feminist, her. too. I'm a
3: male feminist. And I'm like, hey, bitch, what's up? And I get a different kind of view, though. I know. I'm sorry.
7: Same.
3: About,
4: about
6: words. My mother said it's very true. And, and Crystal just uh, echoed it. It's the tone, not the tune. Uh-huh. Like that gentleman about what, 10, 15 years ago, um, he was the president of a college, African-American, and in a, in, a, in a dissertation or in a speech, he used the word niggardly, which just simply means cheap. Doesn't mean anything racial. Mm. And they forced him I to. I beg exalt- to differ
3: because there's a stereotype about black people being kind of cheap.
6: No, 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 no. <laughs> I, just, I don't you have that. At breaking point. down no, the walls and barriers
3: for the King. facts. I mean, no, come on. I don't,
6: I don't believe that at all.
3: <laughs> there's a
4: stereotype say, across the board. You have, to. have you ever, hold on,
3: have you ever gone to lunch with your African American friends?
4: I'm just saying. Yeah, hey, I had. Look, but... not mine. <laughs> here, here, here. I can tell you, I used to work on Bourbon Street, and I can tell you who are the worst tippers: doctors and true African that. Americans. Don't oh. tip. Gay men tip wonderfully. Yep, yep, this oh. is true. Yeah, that's it. Doctors will not tip you. Fuck them. Yep. Doctors will not. Yep, mm-hmm. African Americans. Gay, don't tip well gay dudes. They don't. Do, gay, they hold don't. on, gay dudes
3: are their greatest people to actually you know do a transaction with in any kind of sales job, really, because they are happy that you treat when you treat them nice. They're the happiest people.
7: Who were the best people? Gay, gay men. men. Gay okay. men.
4: Okay, guys. Okay, guys. are fabulous. I, I I tell you this much well, well, in my in I the car say. in the
3: car business, well, in the car business, right? I, I spent a long time in the car business, know a little bit about this. The best client I ever had was a gay male couple. Why? Because not only were they fabulous to work with, they were very easy going. Um, (laughs) They bought the car, came back a week later with their lesbian friends who bought another car. They brought a A parent that bought a car... And no, it wasn't a Subaru, but, but it was funny. But <laughs> at, is, the en- is, at the end of the year, yeah. I, ended up selling, I, sell, I ended up selling six cars because of this one gay couple that I treated nicely. The yeah. thing is, these folks are so used to being treated like shit that when somebody gets, in, gets them and they're just genuinely nice to people and they just treat them like they're supposed to be treated because they're human beings, are crying out loud, and you just treat them as a human being, they actually are very polite and they reciprocate that. And they actually See, are very good very to That's very gay.
7: That's very gay of you.
3: It well, is. thank you. And but, that, should that should be a compliment.
7: I want to say
6: I have no qualms about uh, flipping out that word because Obama revived and rehabilitated that word earlier this yeah. year by flipping Well, I'm, it. Still, try- so I'm still trying president to get – If the president of the United States can say it, I can say it,
5: okay? I'm still trying to br- – I'm
3: trying to get Porch Monkey uh, brought back. See, That's what and I'm it's to do.
4: what you just said right there, Robert, that makes <laughs> me really afraid for a Donald Trump presidency. yeah. Like, because, yeah. because what Robert just said—if <laughs> the president can say it, I can say it. Let me tell you guys something. Let <laughs> <laughs> I me mean, tell you about
6: the Second Amendment. Preach on, you know, Crystal. Let preach me, hang on. on. Let me tell you about
4: a preach of preach, a, preach, a, preach, a, preach a, that preach, I had in Florida. Okay. Preach. This is why preach. As a, as a, as a short non-white person i'm really afraid i used to host we got 2 tri- minutes before
3: break go ahead, preach, i got preach.
4: real quick i used to host a trivia night at a bar down here in port orange okay uh it you know we do it live i read out questions i've got like 10 teams they're regulars they always come to play and there's this one asshole table okay so they're shouting out answers very politely i know how to talk to people i go over there and i'm like hey you can't shout out the answers i love mm-hmm. it if you guys played it's free to play blah 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 old white man Got in my face to the point, I swear to God, I thought he was going to hit me and cuss me out. And then on the way out, called me a cunt and told me to make sure that I got my green card. Wow. wow, You don't even look like an illegal immigrant. Apparently I do. I look like an illegal immigrant.
7: political correctness (laughs) can really come in handy when people are just shamed by bad behavior. And when they shame others by bad behavior, it's really a good thing. It really is. I mean, seriously, if that, if he had if he had lots so of friends just, in the bar, geez. well, I, I would hope
6: that somebody stood up for you.
7: uh yes, oh. yes, yes. Ah, ah, yeah, but picture they, picture they, after a kid. Trump rally, picture I'm, the
6: I bar. because that, that's right. the that's the other part of the of the story of the anecdote that you're telling. You, you know,
4: but not to him. He- it wasn't to him. It was after he had left. People came up to me very quietly and said, I hope you're OK. But We're I can so assure you, I can him.
6: assure you if it had gotten to that. Some, if he had,
4: so it's, he's, got to, somebody, he's got to take a like swing I jumped at me for, you know? I'm for the kind of person But it's does, not I'm, even about the after effect. It's about he, he, Donald Trump gives a voice moment. to people like that.
7: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, that, I mean, I and
4: that's really the problem that I have with him. You know, I and I can appreciate that he's, you know, he doesn't, you know, he says it like it is. He's apparently saying what's on everybody's mind, which is kind of scary. But yeah. that's the type. <laughs> nice. You know,
6: there is a uh, there is a very very important. I uh, was Let me say, there's a very important video on YouTube that was. It's a testimonial. By a black police officer in Arizona who went to a Trump rally expecting the worst. He got dressed normally and he went there with a sense of dread. I saw that, yep. And the man tells you what it's really like. The media is editing tapes Mm -hmm. and... photoshopping photo pictures yeah but, but the Show media the is
7: not the media puts his camera
3: right on it's no no nancy i suggest you, you watch that video this. i saw i saw the video I he's talking about
1: I all I okay. watch it. And what we got to take a quick
3: we got to take a quick commercial break keep that thought uh robert we'll be, okay. we'll be right back and sure. right yeah. when we get back we'll be able to uh, continue from there
1: 4734 ufo sightings in 2007 Productions by aliens or unknown species, reported by American and British citizens downloadable information from the largest selection of ufo products on the internet by going to the or call on the 24-hour seven-day-a-week order line at 541-523-2630 the truth is out there and the ufostore.com has it
0: now, you can share the topics that drive the discussions of your favorite talk shows with TalkStream Live's Topic Driven Talk Radio. List and promote real-time talk radio topics, or post the topics that you want to hear. Hot topics are tweeted and retweeted, and include simple click-to-listen audio links. The future of talk radio is Topic Driven Talk Radio. Available now at TalkStreamLive.com. about the Man of Steel and more. SupermanHomePage.com
3: All right, everybody. Welcome back to Skywatchers Radio with us as... uh Left off as Mr. Robert Morningstar, and we've been dealing with some controversial topics to say the least. If you guys want to call in and uh, give us your two cents, 786 245 8127. Don't be scared, <laughs> don't be put off. It's, you know, this is reality, this is realism radio for the masses, this is Skywatcher's (laughs) radio. And uh, switching topics a little bit, even though it's been a very interesting debate uh, so far, or very interesting uh, subjects so far, uh, I heard through a little birdie uh, that sang in my ear earlier uh, that you are involved in a movie with the grandmaster of Kung Fu, Karate, Tai Chi, and all the martial arts put together, Mr. Bruce Lee himself.
6: Yeah, he appears in, uh, in an interview in a film that opened last uh, Friday in Los Angeles. It's playing through this week at the Lamley Music Hall. L-A-E-M-L-L-E.
7: Lamley. I love the Lamley. Oh, for those yeah. who don't
6: know who Lamley was, Carl Lamley was one of the great uh, producers and uh, filmmakers of the 1930s, and we know him best for his classics, Frankenstein with Boris Karloff, and Dracula well
7: this it's, is the Lamley in New York right
6: no it's Los Angeles
7: Los Angeles there's never been one in New York I guess
6: no I, I've never seen one in New York yeah because Bill and, and I always used to go to here in, in June but I'm very proud to be uh, part of it I've uh, been studying Tai Chi for 40 45 years now and I was very fortunate to be the last student of the late Grandmaster Master Cheng Man Ching and this is a biography of Professor Cheng Man Ching, who was known as the master of the five excellences, and he's the one who brought Tai Chi to America. So it's called the Professor Tai Chi's nice. Jerk to the West, and it deals with how he broke the taboo of the Chinese culture that no Westerners should be taught martial arts because it was a betrayal of a cultural secret. And the same thing happened with Bruce Lee. If you know the, if you see his films, the biographies of him. He had a lot of trouble with uh, traditional Chinese martial artists who felt he was betraying the culture by teaching Americans. And some of the Americans that he taught were James Coburn and my classmate Kareem Jabbar. I, I went Kareem to school
3: Jabbar, yeah.
6: I went to school with Kareem Abdul Jabbar. You went to
3: school with Kareem? No kidding.
4: What you lie? I'm not lying. <laughs> <laughs> You're making
3: that. You're making it up. <laughs> went just because, tell just
6: the because story. Went I went to, to, to
3: Cross go your go finger to and hope to hey, cross now, your heart and hope so, to die. You
6: know. I
4: went to Power Memorial
6: Academy. And I was about five foot eight, you know, when I was. 50. Yeah, and he's like
7: twenty
3: foot tall, like that.
7: And he was seven huge, foot one already.
6: So <laughs> he was he was uh, a junior when I was a freshman, and in and his, his
7: original name was Lou Alcinder, wasn't Lou it?
6: Alcinder, of course. We yeah. all, all called him Lou. Hey, Lou, how you doing? So listen to this. We used to have to go through floors. It was a seven, uh, seven, uh, six-story building and the classrooms were from the second floor to the fifth floor. So we used to have to go shuttling between floors to change classes. And one year, his schedule and my schedule were really just in sync. You know, he had to come down as I had to go up or vice versa. And then I would be going hustling to class and I'd open the door and walk through and I'd see a belt buckle in front of my head. <laughs> <laughs> and I'd look, I'd give, just I'd like throw, a girl. I'd Mm -hmm. look straight up, and then there'd be Lou looking down at me, and he'd always give me this look like, "Come on, kid, I'm seven foot one. You're five foot eight. Who do you think ought to move out of the way?" (laughs) Okay, excellent logic.
2: Did you think back then that God? this guy's destined to go pro in the NBA Oh
6: he was the greatest in the country then we were the national champions we were the sure. I well, I mean, yeah we were real jocks we were, everybody played basketball at the power Memorial and uh, we was a
2: beautiful uh, biography on either Showtime or HBO Lou uh, Lual sender uh, the crema Duel uh, biography yeah. for a good chance to watch it
6: while i 'm at it, I really want to I want to say I, I cherish my years at Power Memorial Academy, and I thank God that his coach at power was my coach, and he ingrained in us a, a dedication and a love of athleticism and physical discipline that is still carrying me to this day and His name was Jack Donahue, and he became the uh, the coach after after Lou graduated. Jack Donahue became the coach at Holy Cross College and then about 10 years later I was watching the Olympics and the Canadian National Olympic uh, team was playing and Jack Donahue was was their coach and I was thrilled and I said to everybody, hey everybody, that's Jack Donahue. He was my coach in high school and I can tell you something about every player on that basketball team. They're all wearing two pairs of socks. And the inner sock is a white cotton sock because when the first day that I went into gym uh, at Fowler Memorial, Jack Donahue he was my coach and he said, gentlemen, this is your first class. You're here to learn uh, athletics, but I'm going to require one thing. Do not come to class unless you're wearing two pairs of socks and the inner mm-hmm. sock has to be a cotton tube sock. And he went, what? Two pairs of socks, that's, what is that? He said, gentlemen, I have taught basketball for 20 years and I have seen men get blisters and blood poisoning wearing a colored sock. The blister breaks, the ink runs, it gets infected. You wear two pairs of socks and you will never have a corn, you will never have a blister because when the stop and go skidding happens, the socks will take the abrasion and not your foot. And ever since that day, I have worn two pairs of socks, and I'm wearing them.
4: (laughs) (laughs) Robert, real quick, we've had a question from the chat room, and we've had it for a while, and I promised that I'd get it in. The question was, do you think the USA is a breakaway civilization?
6: I think the USA has a breakaway civilization, and we are the first tier uh, breakaway civilization, and we're the second tier. We get the stuff 10 years behind, you know? That's what I believe. Mm. We are we're far far ahead technologically uh, than the rest of the world, but uh, so
7: just ten years, you say? Uh in
6: some in some ways, some things. Well, do
7: you believe in that breakaway stuff about, or not breakaway, but the jump room to Mars? You go into an elevator and or the or the uh, yeah. yes, I,
6: story about. You know the- what? Let me let me say this about about what you just said. I don't know how to take it, mm-hmm. but. On April 1st, in the U.S. Army Times, the, the official magazine of the U.S. Army, mm-hmm. uh, an Army general said that the Army had perfected teleportation. Now, this uh, also dovetails with what we are talking about earlier, disclosure. Disclosure is happening in drips and drabs. And just this month, just last month, uh, General Mark Miley uh chief of staff of the United States Army, spoke to a group of ROTC graduates at, uh, in Pennsylvania and he said something very strange to them. He said that this generation of officers was going to have to fight wars, land wars, terrorism, little green men, and, uh, uh, commun- and uh, high-tech wars, all at the same time. And wow. the people in the know who said, who all of us who read that said, "Whoa, you know, the 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 the, the chairman of the Joint Chiefs of Staff or General Miley, a member of the Chief of Staff, uh, vice chairman of the Chief of Staff, he would never say anything like that without an intention, an idea behind it. And if you study the work of Carol Rosen." who worked with Werner von Braun Wernher right. von Braun warned her that we would have to you know, fight wars and these would be the excuses for maintaining the military industrial complex and that after the Cold War there would be a war on terrorism and then that there we would have to fight aliens from outer space so General uh, Mark Miley uh, bringing up this subject of uh, this generation of uh, army officers would have to fight little green men and then um Stephen Bassett talking about disclosure and Hillary Clinton and all of that. It's it's happening. You know, I've said to people, I don't, I don't care if the government tells us about UFOs. It's ultimately we who are going to tell the government that we all know it already. And it doesn't really matter. It's as long as we're prepared mentally and physically and psychologically for it. Because the the great fear... Goes back to a uh, 1939 and the Orson Welles broadcast. Uh, That's right. Yeah. That, for the world, caused panic uh, mm-hmm. in in New Jersey and New York, and so they took that. But it
7: actually didn't. That was a Rand study that was a test, and they pumped it up to pretend that that was the case. But in fact, in real life, th- this background was something we uncovered for UFO Magazine a hmm. while ago, and <clears throat> there's stories in the magazine. I can get it for you. Um, so that's always because, that's a myth that has held. It's not true. People were kind of lackadaisical. It's hard to get people in New Jersey in October out of their houses for anything, really. Mm-hmm. It's cold. It's it's wet. It's mm-hmm. it's icky. And so I can get you the article, I and mean, then maybe you might, you know. Sure, but because this, the, yeah,
6: the war fears were really great in those days. But you know what? The sonic booms in uh, that I described that happened uh, in Yorkshire on May second did right. panic people and uh, read the yeah. accounts they did think that it was uh, atomic war or terrorists and panic is is a reality. People yeah. who are not psychologically prepared uh, for the unexpected will react in in uh, various uh, negative ways. So, But then once they had that as the excuse, they use that as the excuse to put the lid on the reverse engineering, on the uh, extraterrestrial interaction with human beings, on the abductions and the, the cattle mutilations. I really don't think that the government can come clean. And say we knew about it 70 years ago because then they're, liable. This they're liable for yeah. those 30,000. Yeah, this this, this
7: UFO this field point. that supposedly Chris Matthews was wondering about tonight, this mm-hmm. UFO field has been adamant about climate change, for example, mm-hmm. for all these years. Mm-hmm. We've been adamant about the government not telling us the truth for all these years. I have a feeling when these, when these, um, what do you call these things? These campaigns come to us, mm-hmm. they may find. That we're not as crazy as, you know, uh, Trump may embrace us. <laughs> yeah, you know? I think
3: you're, you're absolutely right. I mean, the fringe conspiracy wackles are becoming the guys who are. are you Well, are I think wack.
4: it's important. I think it's even important now because if, you know, if. A level of disclosure is coming. You need people like us and Robert, yeah. mm-hmm. Stephen Bassett I'm out the there. it. to have lived with He's it. We, right. we right. Right. And, and dissecting the truth, so you don't have people running outside with their shotguns ready to go to war. You know, like social right. media or like the made, Wait, mainstream he, media will have you doing? You know. Here's a question yeah. well, for you, Robert. You, you, Robert, here's a
3: question for you, real quick. Sure, uh, dealing, dealing with the War of the Worlds uh, broadcast. Mm-hmm. Uh, do you believe, because you know, a lot of what I think happens in this uh, society is uh, manipulated by the powers that be. I, and I have a strong conviction, a strong feeling that that broadcast was put out there uh, for mind manipulation purposes. And it wasn't just a, a regular radio broadcast. Do you think there's any chance that that was done to test the waters and they
6: told him to do the broadcast the way he, that he did it? No, I, I, no, no it's true. Orson You're Welles a got into a lot of true. trouble. Orson Welles no, no, no. was in a lot of trouble and had to testify before Congress about it.
7: Let me ask Bill about that, because Bill has mm-hmm. done some research, mm-hmm. and as I said, there was an, an entire article about it, and I think the truth will surprise you, but yeah, I think it was all showbiz, and, and, and I think Orson Welles was in on it.
3: I think so huh. too. It, yeah. That would make perfect it, sense because look, you have all the domino effect that happened after that broadcast and after exactly. the war and after forty-seven. You have this domino effect that just kept you know escalating, and the conspiracy got bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger. And I think it really is all mind manipulation by the government. I think this. Well, you've seen where I think the they
4: do it all the time. Absolutely, yeah. I think they do. Operation yeah, absolutely. Operation Chicken Coop, I believe, was one—the name of a program that was all about just throwing something at the public to see how they mm-hmm. would react to it.
7: Well, and and the movie Wag the Dog talks about this, and it's very right. chilling. And mm-hmm. then there's the whole, uh, you know, that we know that there was a whole faked stuff with a baby in a in a ca- you know in a bassinet or something in a war zone, and we all thought, oh my god, you know. So both sides do it. But we're manipulated. We're fearful. I mean, if if suddenly I heard a lot of planes overhead, I would immediately think the worst, you know, because I'm we're we're bred. We're well, bred to think this could all end in a flash. So you much, know, the electricity goes yeah. out for good, so
4: which is a great and brethren. conquer. You have to. Because when yeah. we start thinking and connecting with each other, then that's it. That's a wrap. You're done. Yeah, yeah we're almost actually... Anymore.
7: We're almost out of time, but
3: before we uh, we leave, I do uh, have a couple of questions that I've gotten emailed to us through the Aho Blast, and I wanted to uh, go over them real quick. And Let's I think look. Robert should be in on this, because I think Robert have actually maybe some good uh, input on some of these questions. Uh, one here is from a gentleman named Peter. He wants to know, how far do you think the cover-up to Roswell goes, and do you think that was an actual alien uh, crash?
6: Yes. I Robert, know, do you want a, to take that? I know a lady, as a matter of fact, I know a lady who knew his son General Twinning, General Twinning was the the army general in charge of the investigation, and she was friends of the family, and uh, knew his son. And his son told her, "Yes, my father told me it was a real crash, and there really were aliens." All so right, there, you go. That, that's that's. I believe it is. It's true.
3: But how far do you think this cover up goes? I mean, how deep is the cover up at uh, this it, point? It
6: goes. The CIA, I'll tell, the CIA was in charge of uh, UFO. Uh, cover up on all of the external events, uh, UFO events outside the United States, and they got fed information by the FBI and the Air Force.
7: And the NSA was born the same year of the Roswell clash.
6: That's right, and that's a a direct result of it. But they had to keep a lid because science would uh, be crippled. You know, science is, if you read the Brookings Institute uh, report, the Brookings report on... uh, the peaceful uses of outer space they determined that if we found uh evidence of alien uh existence on the moon either in the past or current activity that we shouldn't tell they shouldn't tell the the public because it would destabilize science they said that mm. scientists <laughs> are so depressed uh, no, I, I've of heard of that catching yeah catching up yeah. of catching up with a civilization that was under 300 years ahead but of us this is them. just a theory
7: though right I no, would I, buy I,
3: that. It's, is their th- it's their theory about what would happen to scientists. No, I would just
7: buy uh, science. But it doesn't is- say there was stuff on the moon, whereas in the at the back of the Corso book, I believe, is reprinted the entire Project Horizon, which was in the 50s. Uh, we were going to build a base on the moon. We were set Army, to go. An Army moon base, yes. Yeah.
3: Base. Who, says, who because- says we
6: haven't? Exactly. So I do believe. Who says we haven't? The I feel like I, I think so too.
0: Iron
6: Sky. Another question here for the fun movie. It's a fun another movie.
3: question here for the a-hole blast we have from Larry. He wants to know uh, whatever happened to the Romanek case. Uh, is there any uh, has there been any follow-up to the uh, Romanek case? And I don't think he means the actual alien in the window. I think he means the actual child pornography case. Anybody know anything about what's going on with Romanek?
6: No it just no it just idea. died in the press i think I think that was just to discredit the whole the whole romanic uh u f o experience you know that that happens and it's also a way of silencing other people, you know the threat so I don't know much about it. I didn't hear it more after I heard about the arrest and
3: i I think it was a little bit more than that when he uh, supposedly confronted the police and the police took him over to where his wife was he was like, "Oh, they hear about that child pornography stuff on the computers again." And he just had a bunch of child pornography. I, I don't know. That whole case is you know it's
6: No, I don't know anything up. else about that.
3: But uh, moving on, we have another question here from uh, Herbert. He wants to know, do you guys think that Hitler escaped the war and went to the Arctic, as uh, some people believe?
6: I want to say that the other night I was on a program and the, and the uh, host started reading the FBI memo. And I had to smile because I found that memo a year and a half ago and I broke the story on uh, Coast to Coast with George Noory.
0: The, well, guess,
6: the, yeah. the 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 FBI received a letter from an Argentine citizen in great detail saying that he had been hired to pack a mule train and meet some Germans of uh, two submarines that landed off the coast of Argentina that they trekked inland for, to a safe house for 10 days and that Hitler and Eva Braun and 50 other Germans were were there and uh he did survive mm-hmm. then Remember that they talked about having found the bodies, burnt bodies, in, mm. in, in the bunker? Uh-huh. Uh, well, the skull was taken by the Russians. The Russians seized the corpses and the bodies, and they sent them to Moscow. And in 1997, the skull that was purported to be the skull of Ad- Adolf Hitler with the bullet hole in it was uh, tested by the Russians, and it turned out to be the skull of a woman. So, No kidding. Yeah, so there was a great, great dread because, you know, people.
3: You know, that's interesting. Hold on. That's interesting that it, it might have been a woman's body masquerading as Hitler because he did have a micro penis, so you can never tell.
6: I don't know about that. I don't really. I don't no, do this
3: is a, no, I'm not even kidding. This is not even me trying to make a joke. This is oh. an actual true story. How do you know? Uh, I, know. I, I wasn't there when they showed it oh, you know, to the you world.
7: Like, Google this. this Google
3: this. This is an actual fact. Supposedly, he had a micropenis. penis. But well,
6: listen, that's not important, but this is. Well, any other woman? You all know you don't know Wendell Stevens, right? Wendell Stevens. He has right? a
3: micropenis, too. Yeah. No, he was a colonel in oh. the
6: United States Air Force. He saw UFOs in Alaska Correct. with the Strategic Air Command. He wrote a book on Billy Meyer. Uh huh. Extraterrestrials from the Pleiades, but Wendell Stevens went down to South America and he claimed to have met Hitler twice and to have sat in on a mass that Hitler officiated because he disguised himself as a Catholic priest. Mm. And I've heard, I I got this story.
7: Isn't isn't he dead now, Wendell Stevens?
6: Yeah, he died. But uh, I got this story from a U.S. Air Force colonel who knew him very well and was a very good friend of mine. And I believe it. And that with the memo and the dread that the world had about Hitler. Stalin didn't want anybody to know that Hitler survived. Uh, Truman didn't want anybody because people would consider that we didn't win the war. If we didn't get Hitler, we didn't really win the war. That's
1: apparently, correct. Apparently,
6: and with the operation with the spinner, you know, uh, up uh, the Odessa file. If you see the movie, you'll understand. The Odessa file tells how Martin Bormann and the rest of the Nazis got tremendous amount of money uh, into Argentina, tremendous amount of technology was uh, delivered there and to Antarctica by submarines. And the UFOs that were overflying the United States may have been German and reptilian craft because um, I recently uh, watched the program with um, William Tompkins and he's an old-timer that goes who goes back to the 1940s and he was with the army and he saw the documents. And the Germans were contacted by an extraterrestrial race that gave them the technology. And it's just by luck and the grace of God that uh, we were able to overwhelm uh, Nazi Germany. But the principles escaped. And it may be that uh, this Nazi organization actually killed President Kennedy.
3: And I think some of them infiltrated this country. And Yes. Well- Hail Hydra.
1: <laughs> We're all out
3: of time, folks. Unfortunately, uh, if, if now we can go on for another hour and a well, half. Well, that person was first sure.
7: and finally we found someone worse than Hillary Clinton. There, there we go. go. Hitler. Uh, I, I, uh, Hitler. I That's we, about it. Uh,
4: yeah. <laughs> Our question <laughs> yeah. earlier, by the way, everybody, I have oh, to give well, this person to shout one, out. I, I
3: know. Go ahead. Go ahead.
4: Our question earlier was from Divine Testicles. <laughs>
0: awesome
3: name. Yeah. That's the best That's name ah, best I've ever seen in a chat, chat
4: room. name ever. Ever. You ever. win.
3: Chat room name of the year.
4: I think all our other listeners are slacking with their chat room names and they need to step up their game.
3: I agree 110% on that. Uh, Robert, thank you so much for being with us this Thanks, hour here. And uh, real quick, give us, uh, again, any website addresses you want to promote, anything uh, coming up that you want to promote that you want people to keep an eye out.
6: Sure. I'm going to be teaching a seminar in remote viewing and lucid dreaming and out-of-body experiences at the Edgar Cayce Center in New York City, 241 West 30th Street. Google Edgar Cayce Center and come around in June and learn how to do remote viewing. Very nice. And don't forget the movie, The Professor. Don't forget,
3: don't forget The Professor, the movie, exactly. Guys, this is Skywatchers cool. Radio. We're, all, we're out of time unfortunately, but we'll be back next week. Same PSN radio channel, same PSN radio time, Stick with us. Hope you had a good time tonight. Hopefully uh, you enjoy what's coming up next. We'll catch you next week. Good night, everybody. Stay safe. Peace out, everybody.